So podcast episode number ninety oh number nine. So over two months now, you've dealt with me for two months. You guys put up with me for two months. It's been a long process. Yeah, it's been, it's a, been very, a long two months. Yeah, longest two very, months of my life. Yeah, very long two months. <laughs> so next week is double digits. Can you can, can you imagine? We've been doing this for almost ten weeks now. Yeah. Crazy. I can yeah, I can't imagine that. <laughs> well yeah. Which is probably not what you're looking for, but Wow. Way to ruin that. I can imagine a great many things. So. Yeah. Anyway, so like like we said last week, we're, we the new time is at Tuesday, on Tuesdays at one p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, Mitch will be on here next week. We obviously you notice we've only had three people on the panel, only because people have school and stuff. And so Mitch gonna be graduating, so he'll be on with us next week. Um, so this is gonna be a very PS Five heavy show. Uh, a lot happened this week. It's probably the most eventful week of the year, I would say, for PlayStation. Like, so much happened this week, so we'll get into it. So let's start with our introductions. So, Dory, introduce yourself. Hi, my name's Dory. Uh, go by she, her, um, if you're looking for me online, which is kind of weird. But if you're looking for me online, uh, I am on Twitter at declare192. James? Uh, I'm James. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Untitled Smithy. And I'm Sebastian. I'm the podcast host. You can follow me at LittleSeb93. Alright, so what are we currently playing? James, I'll start with you. Uh, I'm playing quite a lot. I played the uh, Call of Duty Alpha. Um, I I played... One thing I forgot to mention last week is I played through the Order 1886. Oh, finally. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which I, well, I was quite hot on that game. I think that I think it got a bad rap. I think it was a lot better than people at least mm. in from my the impressions that i got before i played it it was a lot better than i was expecting going in yeah um but yeah no i i, I like that game quite a lot mm-hmm. um what else am i playing what else am i playing uh still playing inertial drift and uh, i'm playing a bit of kentucky route zero trying to finish that as well oh how's that so far it's fantastic definitely do- in my top 10 are you this do- year are you doing um, a, are, you, are you doing a review I'm- for it uh, no, no, no. I don't think I will. I'm okay. very envious because I've been wanting to play that. I gotta get around to it. Yeah. In terms of uh, or- Order eighteen eighty six, uh, it's actually a pretty good game. The, the problem with it really was it was too short for sixty dollars. Like if you get it now sure, for like five yeah. bucks, it's actually great. I, I can see that. Honestly, I maybe wouldn't have had a problem. I personally wouldn't have had a problem paying the full fifty quid for that, but. Mm. Um, that's just because I think I have a a lower bar for that kind of thing. Because yeah. I, I mean, yeah, but I I totally understand not wanting to pay full yeah. price for something yeah. that short. I, I'm not gonna lie, I regretted spending sixty dollars on that because I I plan I got to plan them in like seven hours, and I was like, wow. But I, I, it was, yeah. but it, the story concept's awesome. It's just it, it it's I, a shame as well because I f- I feel like a lot of the backlash for that game yeah. has stopped any potential for a sequel. Yeah, because like. Yeah, it, it could have been. There would have been a great sequel for that game. Yeah, just I think what happened. There's too many quick time events with the werewolves and stuff. I thought that was disappointing, and it, it didn't do anything new. It was pretty standard Gears of War cover shooter kind of thing. What I will say, right, is uh, yeah. that's all true, but also yeah. it's still one of the best looking games I've played on the PS4. Yeah, and it was one of the first games it to was. come out on the PS4. Yeah, which is insane. Yeah, rest in peace, Freddy. Did not was it because <laughs> Facebook owns them, <laughs> Facebook owns them now. Yeah. Anyway, I guess uh, that sort of cements the fact that we're not getting a sequel for The Order. Yeah. All right, Dory, what are you currently playing? 
I am playing a lot of stuff right now. So I just um, 100%ed uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 and 1 a couple days ago. So I'm closing in on starting my review probably next week or something. Nice. Um, I finished Outer Worlds, uh, Peril and Gorgon DLC. That'll, that review should be coming out in the next couple, two days. Um, for non-PlayStation stuff, I've been playing Spirit Fair with my partner. It is a lovely, lovely, charming game. Mm-hmm. Really recommend it to anybody. Um, I'm not usually one for like games that keep you busy with little tasks and collectathons and like like Animal Crossing kind of games. I don't really know like what genre to call it. Like um, uh, you know those kind of Harvest Moon and those kind of games. But yeah. this is so comfy and low key that it's it's working really well for me. Yeah. Um, I haven't. I've I've really wanted to start Hades and Paradise Killer, but I haven't had the time uh, with all these other games. So I'm hoping to start Hades yeah. tonight. Um, I want I want to play Hades. I really want to play Hades, it, but it's not on yeah. it's not on PlayStation yet, is it? No, no, not not yet. Um, it's on no. Switch and PC. Um, mm-hmm. I'm really excited to play it. I don't. Th- this year has been really weird for me because I I just noticed it last night. But I've pl- been playing genres that I don't usually play, like Chris Tales is a turn based RPG. I don't usually play those. Um, uh, uh, like uh, Spirit Fair is kind of like a Harvest Moon in a way, or Animal Crossing in in like small ways. Uh, I don't usually play those kind of games. Uh, Hades is a roguelite. I don't usually play those, so it's just weird. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been playing Madden because you know football's going on. I've been playing uh, Tony Hawk a little bit. I started playing uh, the campaign for Black Ops Three because it's the only. Uh, campaign i haven't played yet on ps4 i've beaten every single campaign on uh, among the call of duty on ps4 games so so i'm doing that and then i haven't i haven't even played modern warfare yet i'm gonna do the campaign for that after and then mm-hmm. I, I also bought yeah. the mario all, all stars today I, I was playing i was playing mario 64 today at work uh nice friend it's still fun i mean it's very old very dated but i'm i know that game so well that I'll never not enjoy that game. I can play that forever. But. Yeah, I'm excited. I picked that up as well. I'm excited to give yeah. that a try at some point. Yeah. How are you finding the Black Ops Three campaign? Uh, it's a bit. It's very buggy. I got like one. There was, yeah. there was one checkpoint where, like, I swear, like, I had to like get out of the game because they wouldn't open the door for me, and then I just kept. I just kept getting shot by the jet. Like, like he was supposed to open the door for the story to continue, and it wouldn't work. Like, I, I, I died like ten times. And I had to like get out of the game and redo it. And then some of the um story was so far has been a little been okay. It's nothing a little too futuristic yeah. for me. I prefer more of a modern Call of Duty. It's it's weird for me because I um I've I've played and completed every single Call of Duty campaign since COD Four. Mm-hmm. And like usually even I, I I can get through them pretty well even when they're not that good. Even the worst ones like Advanced Warfare was maybe not as good and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um with black ops 3 i just couldn't it was i couldn't get past the first mission mm. because I, I there was something about it that was just not fun yeah so seb are are you saying that you prefer your call of duty with modern warfare is yeah. that what you're saying yeah i do <laughs> i like the modern modern guns it's too like it's too much like halo they're running on walls they do, they're, yeah. they're, they're jumping like 10 feet in the air and it's just too I'm much exact opposite. i prefer my shooters arcadey like i've always preferred halo I... over call of duty but yeah, but like, it's it's like it's going for realism, but but in the future, and it, and it's just like a sure. weird, it's a weird balance. It's 
Yeah, no, I get that. The only cool thing though is Christopher Maloney's in it. I think that's his name, the guy from Law and Order. Like I, I love him in SVU. He's like he's like the bad guy or the main character. I don't know. He's probably gonna be the bad guy. Like if he's a bad guy, and later on in the story, it's probably the most predictable bad. You know, he's like the general. He's the commander guy that everybody looks up to, and then he, he betrays everybody. They always do that storyline. Yeah, um, for sure. So I'm doing that Mario and Tony Hawk and yeah, and Call of Duty. I have a, Mario. I know we're not we're supposed not supposed to be talking about too many non P but I'm just curious how's that running on the Switch. Uh, I've I've only played Mario sixty four. Uh, it's very dated, like I said, and it's not in widescreen, which is disappointing. I wish they gotcha, but it still holds up because I love that game so much. It's my second favorite game of all time. It's my first game I ever played in my life. I would say I was like two yeah. or three, three years old when I first played it. Um, but I'm excited to play Mario Galaxy because I never played that. It's my first. Oh, my that was a great one. First time playing I'll that. I'll tell you, I think that's quite lucky that for you that Mario sixty four is the first game you ever played because I think the first game I ever played was Shrek Treasure Hunt on the ps1 <laughs> so yeah and uh mario sunshine has been my first time playing that in 20 years so or 18 i think it's like 2002 18 years on the gamecube so yeah i'm excited uh but I'll, that's gonna be more for like side stuff like when i'm at work or something that's, i'm not gonna be like at home like, focusing on beating mario so anyway let's move on so we don't focus too much on nintendo so what i'm gonna do i was gonna first we're, we're gonna do uh, the call of duty uh impressions but what I'm going to do is save that when we get to that part of the show in PS5 events because it would be an overlap. It would just get redundant because they, they, sure. they mentioned the alpha in the show. So when, when yeah. we get to that yeah. point, we'll talk about that. Okay. So we're going to jump into uh, Cyberpunk, the Night City Wire video, the new one this week. Uh, if you didn't watch it, it's not a big deal. Basically, they just went into the details of the city and the types of gangs. There's there's all different gangs. There's uh, voodoo ones and all-female one and... You know, like, and you can work for them because you're a mercenary, so you're not loyal to anyone. So you just go around the city and do jobs for them. So that's that's practically the event, really. Uh, did you guys watch it at all? Yeah, I saw it. It, it looks good. Like they had yes. they the yeah, as you were saying, like the they had the whole tour thing, and they had the the gangs and everything. Um, I thought I you know, I thought it was really interesting the whole the tour video that they did, how the way the city's sort of built. Mm-hmm. Like it's you know buildings built on top of each other and that sort of thing, mm-hmm. and like I I'd hate to be a level designer on that game trying to work out how that all fits together because yeah. it seems so complicated. Yeah, you know. Um, what another and another uh news in uh Cyberpunk was that the multiplayer has microtransactions, even though uh even though they said their game is not going to have any at all, and they made it they made that. They made made that point quite often, like they that they were not going to do any microtransactions. That they're pro consumer. Now, don't get me wrong. I th- I think it's only uh, like it's not like it's not going to affect the game. I it's, it has no effect on the single player. It's only in multiplayer, and then it's cosmetic. I think. I but, didn't even know Cyberpunk had multiplayer. Yeah, no it one doesn't. did. No one not, did. It came out of nowhere. Launch. It came out. Yeah, it's not it's, at launch. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's going to be like a separate thing. Yeah. Maybe. So I don't know. I'm not that bothered by it personally. It doesn't bother me, but at the same time, like you say, you have no microtransactions. You make that a point, and then you, you know, you put microtransactions in your game. Yeah, I, I can see from look. their point of. I can see from their point of view, though. I mean, like they. I mean, it's not coming at launch, so they sort of see it as a separate product. Yeah, you know. It's but still, you gotta keep the same energy. 
Yeah, it, it'd, well. be, it'd be like saying, um, you know, you're really respectful of the differences between console generations, but then going back on that later on. Yeah, we're getting into that. Has- I, I imagine doing that. Oh, imagine. imagine. I can't yeah. even imagine. No. So anyway, the, that'll be later. So that's practically it for that topic. Uh, so let's, so Twin Mirror is coming out on December first. That's Don't Nod's first self-published game that they've ever done. Which oh, is yeah. Uh, it looks pretty interesting. I feel like if you don't like Life is Strange or any of their other games, you're probably not going to like this one. And if you do, you're probably going to love this one. Like, they're very... I know people that really lo- either love these games or hate them. I well, don't hate them, yeah. but they don't, they're, not, they're not their cup of tea. Yeah. So, uh, what do you guys, yeah, I mean, are you guys they're, excited? They're sort of... They're weaving that sort of... Um, I, feel, I feel like in all their games that haven't been Life is Strange, they've had a sort of... I guess there haven't been that many. There's been Tell Me Why and Now This, right? Um, but like, isn't there sort of like a uh, maybe I'm wrong because I haven't looked into Tell Me Why, but I feel like there's like a mechanic that they sort of lean on, yeah, in all these games. True. And in this like, one, it's like yeah, yeah. And in this one, it's sort of like uh, his mind palace sort of thing. The main character is is a very sort of Sherlock Holmes, yeah, sort of you know thing. But um, the, the whole sort of mechanic around that seems pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not entirely sure how it works. I haven't seen it in too much detail, but yeah, I'm curious. Yeah, it seems like I, I was just watching some trailers um, in prep for this discussion because I, I like don't nod. I love Life is Strange. Um, I, uh, by the way, I will say Life is Strange Two Episode One is now free. Um, you can just get it on Steam for free. So if you want to mm. get it, I, I'm gonna download it because I've I've been itching to play Life is Strange Two. You will. You never play the second one. I haven't played the second one yet. Wow. I love Life is Strange One, and I love Before the Storm. Yeah. Um, not, you know, I have my criticisms, but I, I generally really like those stories and those, yeah. that that sort of game. Yeah. Um, but so the way it seems to work is that he it see it reminds me of the way that they did it with Arkham Origins and Arkham City and stuff like that with the um, Detective Vision. But it seems a little more detailed. Um, people become people and objects become um, sort of like shards of of glass, like as a human, the, kind of like a the the whole object becomes like glass. And you start restructuring things as you think they happened, and you have choices about how you think it went down, and that affects. I'm guessing that affects the story down the line about who you accuse of what and how you relate to other characters. So it seems really interesting. I'm a sucker yeah. for detective stuff and noir stuff. So if they do this mm-hmm. right, I mean, Me I'm, and I already like Don't Nod, so I'm like, I'm, right. I'm pretty into this. I haven't played Tell Me Why, but yeah. I've heard both good and bad things. Yeah, I'm curious how they write adults because they. So they they've written basically teenagers in the last two games. Yeah. So yeah, I, mean, I haven't played Tell Me Why either, so I don't know how because they're adults mm-hmm. in that game. They're but... adults in that game, but I mean they're very young adults. So, yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, uh, one thing that I find really interesting, and like most of my information here isn't based off trailers because I think I've only seen the first trailer for the game. It's mostly based off uh, a preview from Edge magazine, um, and they were talking about. Uh, how there's a mechanic in the game where there's like a there's a guy it sort of feels like a, a devil on your shoulder kind of kind of deal where there's like a guy who'll sort of uh, guide you through big narrative choices and sort of tell you I I think what I'm remembering is he'll tell you possible outcomes mm-hmm. for like uh, choices that you'll make and then you have to sort yeah. of decide what to do and that seems like a pretty cool yeah. way of handling that sort of those big choices in those games yeah. Hopefully it has a. Uh, hopefully it lets you make actual decisions that have consequences, and make sure, I hope there's different endings. I hope it's not like the yeah. tell, Telltale's version where it's like you make you think you're yeah. making choices, but it ends up in the same. 
ending anywhere. Because they've really they, they really nailed that in Life is Strange too, where it's uh, sort of all yeah. your choices in all five episodes lead into the what happens in the ending. Like because they all sort of weave into the. It feels like the choices are sort of ingrained in the characters and what they choose to do in the end is out of your control, but it's based on what you've decided to do in the other episodes. Yeah. So I feel like if they do that again, then it's a winner. Yeah. I, I, I feel like all they really, all don't, don't not need to do for me to want this game is consequences that actually matter and impact the story. And there's no reason not to. It's not like a franchise. It's not like you're writing Telltale Batman, right? And even that, I feel like, had pretty strong decisions that you got to make in, within the Batman universe because yep. it was their own thing. Yep. But um, strong consequences that actually impact the story and strong writing. I mean, that's really, mm -hmm. I mean, I don't need a graphical workhorse. And I don't, no. uh, you know, I would like solid dialogue, obviously, or that's part of writing, but solid voice acting more so. Yeah, I mean... Um, I don't expect uh, much from their graphics. Obviously, the character models in all the games are not great, but they're they have yeah. their own style. Studio, but they're fine, and they're and they're French yeah. and they're French, I think. So I don't expect dialogue to be perfect. it can be a little cringy sometimes. You can tell they're not Ameri They're not. Uh, they're Europeans the writing like, for Americans. I feel like they did such a. I feel like they improved so much between Life is Strange one they and two. They definitely did. Like Life is Strange one, going back to it now, the dialogue in yeah. a lot of places is absolutely atrocious. Yeah. yeah. But Life is Strange two is miles ahead of that. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Plus, people on the West Coast have a whole different way of talking compared over here. So, like, no, we don't we 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 we, we, don't, do. we don't say hello that much here. <laughs> At least I don't. Anyway, so. I think that's pretty much all to say about that one. So let's just jump right into the uh, PS5 event. So we're now gonna this the rest of the show is gonna be all PS5. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna go through every game. Uh, I'm gonna skip uh, uh, like you know the smaller ones like Five Nights at Freddy's or uh, Fortnite because we obviously we don't care and it, it was <laughs> it was only ten seconds long. And Wait, are you say what you're saying? Those weren't big events for us, Seb? No. I don't know. I, I was, all, I was raving to talk about. We all collectively sighed when it came on. So I was raving to talk about Fortnite, man. I don't know. Like I came here uh, expecting to talk about Fortnite. I was excited. The podcast ruined for me now. Who, who are you bullshitting? Um, don't bullshit. Who are you bullshit? <laughs> we, we were all like, we were all like, it's a weird choice to put this at the end of the show. Like they put that yeah. right before the price. It was yeah, definitely, absolutely. it was definitely strange. We were all yeah. expecting. Here we go. It's the price coming up. Yes. And then Fortnite comes on. I'm pretty sure around the world you could hear a collective sigh. Yeah. yeah. As Fortnite appeared. Would be funny if they like showed Skyrim PS5 edition. <laughs> <laughs> you GTA, know it's in the works. GTA, I know, and GTA 5 PS5 edition, and then Resident hmm. Evil 4 is coming to PS5. It comes to every platform, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna play it again. Anyway, um, so let's start with Final Fantasy 16. Uh, it was rumored. Like a week beforehand, uh, they had a Twitter page that kind of got leaked, I guess, and uh, uh, I kind of figured it's in the works because it's been five years since fifteen. Uh, the first thing you notice right off the, oh, at least I noticed off the right off the bat, is very stylized like Final Fantasy fourteen because it's the same people working on it. It's very fantasy focused. It's not like Final Fantasy seven remake where it's more in a modern city setting. Uh, it's very fan. They've they've gone back to fantasy. Um, one of the like like obviously we've noticed the action uh, is very Final Fantasy VII remake like and Final Fantasy fifteen like it's like, it's gonna be an action RPG, but the biggest thing that caught my eye is that the fact that everybody turns into summons, 
like little boy turns into uh like a phoenix or and then the, one of the guys turns into ifrit which is uh the the summon that appears in every game like the fire guy with the horns yeah. he appears in every game yeah. um so what, what, were you guys did you guys expect this or did it catch you by surprise i definitely didn't expect it at the beginning of the god of the damn show like that was wild um i have never really been super into final fantasies a series which is ironic because i love kingdom hearts but mm -hmm. um i i don't know this trailer got me kind of hyped like i i haven't been paying attention to the final fantasy series no idea what the hell's going on but each each I know enough to know that each entry is basically their own unique title for the most part, except I know 10x2 and and all that stuff connects. Yeah. So this seems cool. Um, I was really taken by the action. The cinematics looked gorgeous. Mm -hmm. uh, it really did look like a next gen. Yes. I, I know this gets this phrase gets tossed around a lot, but it really looked like a next gen game to me. It did yeah. um. So yeah, I don't I don't know really what's going on, but it looks like Game of Thrones meets Final Fantasy, and I'm definitely interested. It's been a yeah, while. Yeah, like that's the thing. I think the the main thing I'm very excited because I was a big fan of 15, and that was that was my first Final Fantasy game. Um, so you know, crucify me if you want. I'm silently um, judging you. But that uh, I mean, the the one thing that I think I need sold on the most is the whole sort of Game of Thronesy sort of knights and and that sort of thing. The the whole uh, the theme of it because mm -hmm. I. I don't know, it, it took me by surprise because it's not generally, and I know I only started on 15, but it's not generally something I associate with Final Fantasy. Is the sort of, is that sort of Game of Thrones? Because I always see uh, Final Fantasy as more Lord of the Rings than Game of Thrones, you know? Hmm. Like, yeah, when I think Final Fantasy, I don't think like medieval fantasy or yeah. Game of Thrones type fantasy. Well, I, well, I think, yeah, well, I guess Lord of the Rings would make more sense, maybe. Well, Dory, what's your history with Final Fantasy? Like, uh, like what I mean, games have you played? Very narrow. I've I've played the original and the remake of Seven. I I know Final Fantasy characters through just cult, cultural osmosis and also through yeah um, Kingdom Hearts yeah. And then you know I'm vaguely aware of Fifteen's reputation, which is largely negative, if I'm not mistaken. I would say it's mixed. Um, I would say people that really like it, it and really don't like it. I would say yeah. Um, I know there's been a lot of controversy over the last like past years, but anyway, it's not a ton okay you know the only a reason i asked is because Final fantasy was very fantasy like for the first five games like when they first came uh, out and then when we okay. got the six it started getting more into machines and then seven and eight were very like very modern the cities and cars and things like that which you guys have you guys have you guys played seven and 15 which obviously is in modern settings or like you know fantasy modern settings obviously hmm. we don't we don't have chocobos yeah. running around i wish though damn it's but, unfortunate. Uh, yeah, and then nine was fantasy, and then ten was fantasy, and then yeah, the, right. so they they jump back and forth. So and uh, ten is the one with the pop singers, right? Ten two. Ten two is the one with pop singers. That's yeah, right. like I know that one's Charlie's. An that one turns into Charlie's Angels. And I'm not that's even right. joking with you. And those and those songs slap like that. That soundtrack's awesome. <laughs> like that's a great soundtrack. The game I've itself it is not great, but the soundtrack's awesome. But yeah, yeah okay. you, ma you imagine the emotional ending of Final Fantasy X, and then you then and like and you get excited for the sequel, and then the first thing you put on the, the, the first scene that comes on is her singing in a concert, like like singing a pop song in front of like hundreds of people. Like, what game is this? So, yeah, that game is notorious. Anyway, yeah. so I think we're all hyped for this game. I'm I'm the, I'm probably the resident uh, 
like Final Fantasy fan. I, like, I, it's my second favorite series in the world, right after Resident Evil. So I'm definitely yeah, hyped that for this. Looks Does I if yeah. if it's like Seven's re, uh, Seven's combat, like the remakes, I'm excited. Yes. Like they did a great. That's I'm, I'm into it. that was probably the best mix between action and old school RPG. It's so, like my number two game of the year, pretty much. Uh, yeah. I think uh, they're gonna keep that uh, gameplay style for quite a while, like yeah. the, the next couple games, and then they always change it up at some point. You give me a good story, and I'm pretty much sold. Yeah, like I said though, if you if you guys you guys I'm sure you guys haven't played 14. I'm Fran Fran's playing it right now. I wish he was on here to say it, but it, it looks just like 14, like the style. Like everybody's kind of lanky and tall. You know what I mean? Like and the way they dress, it's definitely you can tell the creator of 14 is doing this one. All right, so oh, that's and that's a that's a great thing as well. Just to jump in because yeah. um, people are always praising the story in fourteen and all the expansions and everything. Yes. Like I've, I've heard a lot of people say that that's like the best story in video games at the moment, uh, or it's a similar things. So I can't. Yeah, it's considering it's an MMO. I haven't really got far in it. Like I've only played yeah. it like surface level. I've never. It's like I get to play hundreds and hundreds of hours to really get anywhere. So, but the soundtracks are awesome, and I know the basic story of it. So. Yeah, it's really good, but yeah, I can't, I really can't uh, comment on that as much. Anyway, okay, so let's get into um, Miles Morales. Like, I'm sure we're all hyped for this one. I, yeah. The gameplay is amazing. That, that blew Absolute me away. Absolute hype. Yes. If you go back and watch that video, I like could barely contain myself. I wanted to like be one of those really like stereotypical streamers or people who are doing react videos mm -hmm. and just start screaming because i'm like this is amazing um that if if i was slightly impressed with the combat in in uh final fantasy 16 i was bedazzled by miles morales it looks amazing yeah and i'm so hyped yes uh -huh. yeah definitely like the the music the graphics the animations yes as well and like just everything yeah. just looks incredible like the game was exciting before with the other trailers and stuff but seeing it in action is something else really yeah like it it looks like it, the same combat as the spidey ps4 but it adds the uh he has invisibility and he has electrical yeah, whole, powers he has a whole bunch of new powers yeah, yeah. And he has electrical yeah. powers so um but the, what was really impressive was just how, how much was on the screen like they they really show off the SSD, which it, it which yeah. which is why it amazes me that there's a P. I mean, I guess it's not amazing. It's kind of it's not really a shock, but there's a PS4 version. Like I'm like I'm kind of wondering watching that like how well is this gonna look on PS4 when like PS5 is doing all this? Like is there gonna be a huge difference or is it gonna be held back by a PS4? Well, here's the version? thing, right? With the the holding back of like, I know people. A lot of people are concerned that these games are going to be on PS4 and they're going to get held back. Right. My sort of thinking on it is that it's so you've got like Demon Souls is going to be a PS5 game and yeah. it's not going to be on PS4, and then you've got Miles Morales is going to be on PS4, but Miles Morales is built on top of Spider-Man PS4, so I don't think it's going to be like I don't think it's going to be held back anymore as if uh, rather than if it was just on ps5 yeah because it's still it's still built on top of that ps4 game i i hope so anyway but oh, if it's not a surprise because obviously there's 120 million ps4s out there and they don't want to alienate the fan base like yeah not, i mean I think, most people I are not going to buy a ps5 thing. day one go ahead i think it's a safe business move on sony i get why some people are frustrated but I was elated because I thought I wouldn't be able to play this for a freaking year. Um, 
Yeah. I know we'll get into this later, but uh, Horizon Forbidden West, same same deal there. Um, so I'm really hyped for the news that they're they're going backwards. But I, agree, I you know, I understand people's worry, and I understand people also calling Sony out on being inconsistent because that is an issue. Yeah, we'll we'll get in. I mean, we can jump into that now if you guys want. Um, sure. I mean, PS they 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 really preached we're focusing on next gen and then and now you're doing and then you just drop cross gen on people all of a sudden but spider-man's not like a shock because obviously no not everybody's gonna be buying a ps5 day one in a pandemic so that's not really a surprise what's what surprises me is horizon being a p being on ps4 as well like you i, that, I really could have sworn it was made was for the ps5 by. yeah that's yeah. a total shock to me uh yeah i did i did not expect i expected I was hoping I had talked about it previously in the in the podcast. I was hoping for uh, Miles to be on PS4, but I didn't expect it. And I know there are a lot of the, the folks around me. Whenever I said that, was like, eh, I feel like that's a little hopeful. And yeah, it definitely was. Yeah. Um, but I ended up being right. And not only did I end up being right, but I but Horizon is on there as well, which is weird. I didn't expect that. Yes. But. I gotta keep the same energy because I, I've had, I've criticized Xbox for this. It, cross-gen games do concern me because I don't want it to be held back. Because uh, mm-hmm. yeah. that was my concern with Halo. I was like, you're making this Halo Infinite on 2013 hardware. You gotta you gotta do the you gotta do the least common denominator for everybody. So that's that's my concern. But if 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 it's not an issue and it runs great on PS5, then i'll put it this way it's not like an issue to me but i i but I, as if if i'm criticizing xbox for that i gotta keep the same energy i can't be a hypocrite you know what yeah. i mean but it really I mean, doesn't like, bother me because i'm getting on ps I, I made my i made my argument about spider-man and everything uh which I, I think is fair but at the same time they really did pull a 180 on everyone mm-hmm. in more ways than one you know like saying you know we're, we're focused on next gen we believe in generations blah 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 and then coming out and saying oh yeah actually we're doing crossplay two months before launch exactly yeah yeah that's pretty and, shady and also uh, i mean someone else pointed out i was watching uh an ign video yesterday that they were talking about a lot of the news that had happened from the week between uh xbox uh and sony and more so on the sony side obviously um and saying like spider-man's been in development for like a couple of years now at least right so i mean they knew ahead of, way ahead of time that this was always going to be on ps4 and ps5 so yeah. i mean just straight up line i right. mean I, I you know i don't i don't know i i i get why they they did it but i just think that they should have just been honest and just taken the hit and stopped trying to get an upper hand on microsoft in a right. cheap way i'm always consistent that i prefer transparency from companies like if they just said straight up that we're doing cross-gen like i would i'd have concerns but i'd but I'd be a lot more like trusting. Like I would appreciate the honesty, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. But um so you can up so apparently you can upgrade the PS4 version of Miles Morales later on if you have or something like that. I believe if you if uh they're gonna allow you if like for, let's say Dory wants to play it again on the PS5, like a year later, I think they're offering that. But I'm not sure uh if it's free or not. I'm I'm assuming it is, but I'm I really don't know. I would assume so. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I would think so. That kind of move from Insomniac, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's not confirmed, though. I don't think. And then, uh, if you buy the Ultimate Edition of Miles Morales, it, it you get the Spidey, uh, Spidey PS4 remastered on the PS5. But it's yeah. uh, but it's 
$20 more, I believe. So you're basically paying $20 for a remastered version of Spider-Man. I don't know if that really going to appeal to most people because I'm sure if you have a PS4, you've probably beaten Spider-Man PS4 at this point. But consider playing in 60 FPS. Playing in 60 FPS. Are you, are you guys going to be playing that game again just because it's 60 frames? I probably won't run through the whole thing, but I'll give it a shot. I'll, yeah. I'll put it up for yeah, a few hours. The Spider-Man was one of my games of the year for that year. I, I love Spider-Man. I mean, I went back and played it briefly on a harder mode, but I, I, once I once I finished this main mission, the, the main story and the DLC, I and and I got pretty much near 100% completion on a lot of things. I didn't really feel like going back. I feel like I'd really explored the limits of that game. So I doubt it, but maybe just to see how good it looks, maybe I'll do it. Maybe. Yeah. I, but but I because I'll be getting a PS5 next year, but it, yeah. it probably won't be till till mid till summer or something. I guess, I guess this question is more for James because he 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 got he has the PS5 like I do uh, pre ordered. Uh, like, would you pay twenty dollars more for a remastered for Spider Man for a remastered, remastered for a remastered version of Spider Man? Yeah, I've actually got it pre-ordered. Oh, you um, did? You got the Ultimate Edition? Yeah, because yeah, I, um, I went and pre-ordered it today. Because, I mean, it, it, like, okay, so we're paying 70 quid for games anyway now. We're playing, it's paying 70 quid for Demon Souls if you want to launch. Yeah. So I guess that yeah, the fact that you're getting two games sort of, it sort of softens the blow. And I guess that's the whole mm. point of including it is so that it feels like... Yeah. It feels less like they're robbing you blind. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I think the fact that I'm, I'm more inclined to pay that much with the fact that they've got it in there, and I think it would be nice to have, yeah. personally. So, just just to be clear for everybody: uh, Miles Morales is fifty bucks, like standard. Uh, it's not going to be seventy because it's it's uh, it's more it's kind of like Lost Legacy. It's not like it's not going to be a major game. It's gonna, it's more of a eight to probably eight to twelve hour game side. It's like one point five, I would say. Spider-Man. So the, the weird thing is, right, mm-hmm. is it's $50 for you guys, which is less than what new games are now, right? Yes, games are 60 yeah. bucks here. It's it's 50 quid for us, which is uh which is what new games cost. Yeah, the pound pound so, I believe the pound is cheaper than the dollar. The pound the pound is more valuable than the yeah, dollar. So it's cheaper so for usually, you guys. Yeah. Our numbers are usually lower. Yeah. Um, but for some reason this generation they've decided that they're gonna make them the same and forget about exchange rates, but <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um no, normally a game like that would be forty dollars. So there's a ten dollar right. increase because fifty now. So mm-hmm. um yeah, so normally a game like that, like Ratchet and Clank and Crash and Spyro and things like that, like remakes, were all forty bucks. So the, the fifty dollars is the new forty now, and seventy yeah. is the new sixty. That's everything's going up ten dollars now. Well, which it'll be interesting. We'll, we'll if we're gonna, I think it'll be really interesting to see how the AA space starts to thrive. Yeah. Because I can I can imagine a lot of people will be saying, you know, oh, I don't want to pay seventy dollars or 70 pounds yeah. for that for that new game uh, here's this yeah. other one that's 50 quid and we might as well I'll get that instead we might as well jump in this topic now um yeah like 70 dollars is not a deal breaker for me because if like i'm if i'm buying one major game like every couple months it's not a big deal 70 dollars is not gonna kill me you know what i mean like if god of war you got let's say god of war and horizon come out next year they're not gonna be out like weeks of like well you know a week like right after each other it's gonna be like one in the beginning of the year one in the end of the year you know what i mean 
Yeah. Uh, it hurts you if you're one of those people that has to buy everything day one and buys every brand new game that comes out. Like, cause normally, cause, yeah, because I'm the same way. <laughs> um, so I got to figure so out how I'm going to do that. Because <laughs> what's going to happen, what worries me is that Nintendo's going to catch on too, and those games are going to be $70. And like, is the, now, now I can't afford anything. I got to really pick and choose what I can I, buy I now. I feel like, I feel like people are going to adjust to this better than we probably think that they're going to. I think so. I I mean, I, you know, not to put too fine of a point of it, but 2020 has been a huge year of adjustment for a lot of people in many different difficult ways. And like a lot of people are still obviously as horrible as it is adjusting. Yeah. Um, So I don't know. I feel like a $10 increase isn't the end of the world and it's just inevitable. I also don't think it actually helps the studios in questions. I mean, video games are so expensive to make if you are right. making a game like God of War, making a game like Last of right. Us Part 2. Those are so expensive to make. I yeah. really don't think the $10 helps. Yeah. Um, I really just think it's a way for corporations to get a little more money out of consumers, yeah. but whatever. Um, you you know, I'm willing to pay 74 first party products right. like uh for uh Horizon or God of War. Right. It's it's a long time coming because uh, this has been rumored for years now, and I kind of figured this was going to happen because in 2020, even though a pan- we've been in a pandemic, uh, video game the video game business has been booming more than ever because people are staying home and playing games. Yeah. Um, now, if you remember, if you, Dory, you're you're old enough to remember, uh, games used to be 50 bucks on P- in the PS2 era, and then it went to 60 in the PS3 era. I believe it was PS. I think right. it was PS3, and people said people had concerns too. Oh, I can't afford this. And then people forget like how expensive games were like in the Super Nintendo era because there was the the currency for those th- like the the way that uh they marketed those and all that it varied so much. Like some games were like way more expensive than others. So it, it, this is nothing new like in terms of that. $70 it it sucks but it's not like a deal breaker. But my concern is not for like us personally. My concern is for like people in Australia and New Zealand, where it's like one hundred and twenty-five dollars now, over there, and converted yeah. to American dollars. That's insane. Yeah, because the the thing is right. Um, as somebody who's not in America, I mean, we usually in the UK we usually have they usually round the prices up to like the nearest ten pounds. So you guys had to pay sixty dollars before, which would have been like forty something pounds for us. But so we've paid fifty pounds for games. Mm-hmm. Um, so you would I, I expected a jump, right? And I expected mm-hmm. since you guys are getting them now for seventy dollars, I expected us to have to pay sixty quid and which I was more than happy to do. Sixty quid is not a big leap. But we're we're up twenty pounds here. We're we're like you guys are seventy dollars, we're seventy pounds. Interesting. So there's no there's no room for exchange rates. And at the same time, seventy pounds is really sort of reaching that mental barrier mm-hmm. where you, you're sort of you're up at that point where it feels like too much. Yeah. It feels like like there's no you need an adjustment period. You can't just seventy seventy pounds is that moment where you stop to think, okay, is this this is too much, you know? Right, I agree. Um so yeah. I mean part of why I stopped playing video games for a long time, I mean, uh probably I mean almost I skipped the whole PS3 generation. So to give you an idea of how long. I mean I didn't have a PS3 until like twenty seventeen or something. Um <laughs> But um, uh, like it was partly because of how expensive it was to keep up with video games. So mm-hmm. that is a danger is that yeah. they're further alienating people of lower incomes. No, people I, of lower I understand. Class. 
I, I was very fortunate yeah. growing up because my my dad is a gamer, so he always bought games for himself, and in, in turn for me. So we always got the new games and the new consoles. So I never had. So I, I guess I had the advantage in terms of that. But um, and plus what we also got a factor is all every state in America has a different tax system. Uh, I don't know. Do you, do you? I'm assuming you guys don't have a sales tax in New Hampshire, right? No, because in Florida we have a seven percent sales tax. So if I buy a game physically, it's it's more than sixty dollars. It's usually like sixty four, sixty five dollars. Like I, I got so it's, wow. so games yeah, are gonna be yeah, like seventy. So games are gonna be like seventy five dollars for me, or seven. No, no, I don't want to say five. I would say like three dollars. It's gonna be like seventy three dollars for me. That's why I tend to buy yeah. digital because I don't have to pay the um the tax when I buy it off the PlayStation Store. You know, I feel lucky because I'm probably moving to Massachusetts next year for grad school. So yeah. rip <laughs> like sales. Uh, they don't have it there either. No, Massachusetts, no, well, they do have a sales tax. Well, I think they do. I'm pretty sure they do. Hmm. Um, but Massachusetts is, is quote, colloquially known as Taxachusetts because they have such high right. taxes on so many things. I'm, um, yeah. I'm not sure if they have a tax there because I, I, my family lives there, so I always I visit there every couple of years or so. And I, when I buy something, there's, like, no taxes on the on the bill, like which is crazy yeah. to me because I'm used to, like, <laughs> in Florida, you, everything you buy is taxed, like, sale-wise. So it's like I always mm -hmm. expect to pay like two dollars more or something. It's not a big deal, but that's why I tend to buy digital compared to physical. So anyway, we're just, we're just uh, talking about U.S. tax law here. At <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it, it applies to the gaming. Anyway, it so, does. Yeah, so it sucks for uh, people in Brazil. It sucks for people in oh, South America. It, just, it sucks for people in Australia and New Zealand because these games are, are in Canada too. Canada pays way more than we do. I can't even imagine like what they're going through right now, because because Sony's pricing all their games like like above like you know, obviously America is just only ten dollars more, but for everybody else it, it feels like it's like you said it's like twenty dollars more, twenty something more. Like, I'm, I'm you guys can convert it in your heads, but it, it's yeah. going up for a lot for everybody. Like like for us it's only ten bucks, but everybody else it seems like it's going up to like one hundred and twenty something dollars. Like it's pretty wild. It's already expensive in those places. Now it's even more expensive. What I'm, what I'm hoping is that yeah. maybe it's just something like maybe supply and demand where yeah. you've got a lot of people, it's a new generation, you've got a lot of people really wanting something to play on their new console. Yeah. And so they're trying to capitalize on that yeah. and it'll go back down eventually. Right. Cause, but who knows? Because Brazil pays like $900 or $1,000 for the console, I believe. If you wow. can convert that to American dollars, yeah, it's like $900. That's a lot. In Canada. Yeah. I, I, anyway, so I think we pretty much got that one out of the way. So $70 is not really a big deal for you guys, right? Just to round it up. Yeah. I mean, it's not great, but I, I yeah. can deal with I it. I can live with it, yeah. At least um, at least Sackboy isn't $70. That would have been, like, really shitty. Because I ain't paying $70 for that yeah. game. I'm sorry. That would have been ridiculous. But I, but I think $70 is going to make everybody pick and choose. Like yeah, I, for sure. This this might really hurt games like Watch Dogs or something where people are not like super hyped about. So they're gonna like totally pass on it and get it later on. Cause you know games drop in sale, drop in prices three months later. But I feel like this might really affect the industry. A lot of people might not uh, buy certain games. They're not like really appealing to people. I mean, even like even Demon Souls, I was sort of I was on the fence about getting that. And I was yeah. leaning more towards getting it at launch. Yeah. But then I saw the price and I decided, yeah, you know, I'm just gonna wait. 
And like even with even with games, I was hundred percent sure I was going to get. Yeah. And I, I probably still am going to get stuff like Call of Duty. Right. I'm now thinking, you know, oh, exactly. that's, that's quite a lot of money. I think a lot of people are going to have that same mindset. They're going to. Uh, I think I think Demon Souls is safe because it's 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 an exclusive and PlayStation heavily advertised it. But like like I said, games like uh, Watch Dogs or maybe Assassin's Creed or something, where people are like, no, I'm saying they're not hyped, but they're not hyped like Cyberpunk hype and Miles mm-hmm. Morales hype, and they might say, I don't want that at all, and maybe you see a big dip in the. Uh, day one sales like maybe like the first couple weeks are gonna be rough i don't know i'm I'm only speculating though all right so i think we pretty much talked talked the hell out of that topic so uh let's get into hogwarts legacy now personally i'm a big harry potter fan it's like my childhood this this is a bad time to be a harry potter fan because uh jk Rowling is transphobic so uh, i have mixed feelings because at the same uh, I'm usually not one that like plays the moral crusader and like just boycotts whatever, but because Harry Potter is too beloved to me, and I've been I, this is the kind of game I've wanted forever. But at the same time, obviously she's gonna have uh, she's gonna make a profit off the game, so mm-hmm. I have well, very mixed opinion. Because she owns the she owns the copyright. Yeah, so, so. people are trying to salvage it by saying she's not involved in the writing yeah, or whatever, but, she gets a piece but that of... doesn't matter because she owns the yeah. the IP and stuff, so she's already made money from it. So mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. But uh well, I don't want to get political like on here. Let's focus on the game itself. I think the um I think the game looked really good. Like you, you can make you make your own wizard or witch. You can I mean, you get to pick your house. Just just on that point though, it's fine for me because I didn't really like Harry Potter anyway. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. That's all I had to say about that. Really? The, the, the yeah. gameplay didn't. Did the gameplay look appealing to you at all, or you just? I don't whatever? know. It looked. It looked all right. Yeah. It. It. I was. I wasn't brimming with excitement because, as I say, if I was a Harry Potter fan, maybe I would be. But yeah, I'm not yeah. a big Harry Potter fan. So a mix of of J- of James and Yuseb. Like I, yeah. I grew up on Harry Potter. I read Half Blood Prince in like three days. Yep. I love the series. I watched yep. all the movies up to Goblet of Fire. Like I grew up with Harry Potter. It it basically taught me how to read at a higher level when I was young. Yep. Um classic reading. And it, it did that to a lot of kids. It did yep. that to a lot of kids in the nineties, which is a good thing. Yeah. Um, but for me anyway, and I, I won't drag down the topic or anything, but I can't separate the the sort of artist from the art kind of thing here. Yeah. So for me it's a really tough sell. I'm I'm glad that other people are excited for it. I'm not judging anyone who buys it. Yeah. You know, I understand it's a tough choice. I mean, you know, you can get a used copy, you can get it from a friend. Like there's ways around it that you don't have to give a lot of money to it. And I think there's ways to ethically right or more ethically engage in the product. But that's all I'll say about that. No, I I totally respect that. You know, I don't yeah. I don't have any problem with that. Um, but guess- definitely as well, if you're thinking about, um, you know, if you buy a pre-owned copy, then basically, you know, the people who put all the hard work into making the game, you're still, you're still playing, all, you know, their work. Because I assume they probably want you to play the game because they put a lot of work into it. Mm-hmm. So you're still playing the game and then the higher-ups aren't making yeah. any money off, the, off it's that. A, it's a very mixed yeah. feeling about it overall. But in yeah. terms of the yeah. game itself... You have to buy the game because you have to support the, the devs. And I'm like, well, first off, you don't have an obligation to support devs. And, and even if this was true, you don't have any obligation to buy every game. Yeah. Then it's like a moot point. Yeah. And also, that's not how big AAA companies work. Like, the the they get their money from salaries and stuff. They don't get their money from 
the games how they're bought and stuff. So that's yeah. not how it works. That's fair. But, but I think if you're if you're a Harry Potter fan and you're not in the know about this stuff, then mm. you're probably pretty excited for this game, right? Yeah. If, if you if you're not a Harry Potter fan, or you said if you no, are, if you are a Harry Potter fan, oh, like, like I said, like my generation is called the Harry Potter generation for a reason because uh, when it came, the book series came out, we had they had curtains and bookmarks and toys and the movies and the books you were like. I know this is a yes. total tangent. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I had the. Yeah. I, I bought. I, that's where I bought Captain Underpants, Goosebumps, Harry Hell Potter, yeah. bookmarks. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry, that's a '90s thing. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, Harry Potter is. If you're a Harry Potter fan, this is like the game you've been waiting for. This is a game, people have been asking for this for years. I I've said I've wanted a Persona, like a Hogwarts like simulator. You go to school, do classes, and things like that. And now you, it's also you get to explore all the outside of the castle, which is really awesome. You get to fight dragons and dry, and ride on hippogriffs and things like that. This game is tailor-made for me. I just hope that I get to make... Um, I, I, I do hope you get to pick the house and stuff. Like I, I'm sure it's going to ask you a personality test, like on BuzzFeed or whatever. Obviously, I'm a Ravenclaw because, you know... I have, yeah. I think we're all probably all Ravenclaws because... I, I have no idea. I've never done it. <laughs> Ravenclaw tends to be the educated, like, Opinionated, smart house of the yeah. Gryffindor. Well, if, those are, if those are the smart guys, then yeah, that's probably yeah. me. Gryffindor I mean, is not bragging, but yeah, Gryffindor tends <laughs> to be the Gryffindor. Yeah. yeah, Gryffindor tends to be like the leadership, ambition. Like you know, always takes the charge of things. So they're in ambition and like they tend to be bad guys, but not always. But they tend to be like ambitious people. And and then uh, and then um, why am I forgetting the last one? Holy shit. Slytherin? No, the yellow one. Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. I call myself a Harry Potter fan. They're like the friendship is magic people. Like they're, they're your best. Like they're the, they're the best friends. <laughs> yeah. That's think, the funniest thing I've heard all day, Seb. Yeah. <laughs> that's not, not even because I hate like my little it's pony accurate, or something. Just yeah. I, I never even made that connection. That's just that's, that's freaking hilarious. It's accurate though. That's basically how the houses are. Anyway. Yeah, no, so accurate. That's why I laughed so hard. <laughs> All right. So next game, it. Oh, so now I forgot to say this from Final Fantasy. Uh, it didn't say a release date, so I'm assuming it's uh, 2022 at the mo like latest. It didn't. I it would have said 21 if it was. So I forgot to say that. This comes out in 2021. I'm assuming. I don't. I feel like this game has been worked on for years now. So it didn't yeah, say. Yeah, it, it looked like two years ago, right? Yeah, so yeah. I think that's 2021. So now let's get into Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Uh, the gameplay they show is pretty cool. Uh, you get yeah, so that was a that was an extended demo yes. of the scene from the trailer. Yeah, and uh, the like had a cool execution where he like he stabbed him in the head and then shot him in the face. I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. um, it reminded me of Doom Eternal. Yeah. Or Doom. Yeah, they had a lot of mechanics. Like, there's a slide. You can slide now, and you can do executions and things like that. So they're really uh, updating the gameplay, which is pretty cool. But this is probably the coolest-looking Call of Duty, I would say, that I've seen in a while. But, um, so yeah, I think, I think those executions might be limited to the single player. I'm not entirely sure, though, so don't quote me on that. Yeah, that'd be cool if... Uh... I mean, I guess in multiplayer, if it's, like you know, when you get shot and you're like, you you start crawling around, maybe you can execute people that way. Like maybe that's how it work. 
Mm, yeah, I, I, that's not. I, mm, I, don't, I don't, know. don't think they do that anymore. Where you can go in a last oh, they don't stand. Do anymore? I don't know. I don't play Call of Duty, but <laughs> right. that's what I remember. Anyway, so you played the um, alpha, which is weird. Wait, it's weird calling it alpha because alpha usually means like it's like way in development, like early. It in definitely. Development. I will say, right, it's like two months away from launch, but it, it definitely alpha. feels like it's in an alpha state. Oh, okay. Well, so, or maybe a beta state. I don't know. So, the, um, so that's your impression playing the multiplayer. It was a little rough, yeah. but putting that aside, I, I think it, I think the alpha. I'm not too hot on it, right? Okay. I think the alpha is is hurt a lot by the fact that there's no progression. You sort of just unlock everything instantly, okay. and so because that's a lot of the rewarding sort of gameplay of Call of Duty games is making your way through the ranks and leveling up your weapon and that sort of thing. Right. It's a lot more like Modern Warfare, uh, last year's Modern Warfare, than I was expecting. It's if like the menu is the exact same, mm -hmm. just with like a Cold War coat of paint. Mm -hmm. If I was expecting it to feel a lot closer to the first Black Ops game, and I'm a little let down okay. that it feels closer to Modern Warfare, to be honest with you. And now, uh, when you say you rank up too easy, like, is that because it's an alpha, or is that how the game is going to be? Well, no, in alpha, like in the alpha, there's no um, progression at all. You have everything unlocked instantly. Is it, so it's that's just for the alpha then. Yeah, just for the alpha. Okay. Now, how did how did the game feel though? Like, like there, there was it laggy? Was the frame rate bad? How, how was it? No, all that, all the technical stuff is fine. I mean, there was some, there's some issues. It's alpha stuff though. Stuff you know, stuff they could easily fix before launch. Yeah. Um, but you know, like the weapons, they all feel really good. Honestly, most of them, at least, they feel probably better than Modern Warfare's did. Yeah, uh, but all it does feel a lot like movement and stuff feels a lot like Modern Warfare because I think it's sort of built on the same technology or whatever it's trying because it needs to link into that game with like Warzone and everything. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know how that's going to work entirely, but um, yeah, it feels very close to that game in terms of how it feels to move. Yeah, um, and so shoot weapons and stuff. But the weapons in general, they feel punchier because Treyarch's always been very good at um, making weapons feel powerful and like fun to use and satisfying to use mm -hmm. so it's not it's not arcadey at all it's it's more i mean it's, it feels like call of duty yeah it's more modern, it, so like as more arcade, take that as you will it's as, as arcadey as that is okay you know? it's grounded so yeah so i mean yeah so it's 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 fun on that sort of level I a lot of the map design so my my biggest gripe and i think this comes down to the map design quite a lot is that when you die um it's really sort of disheartening. So I, I think the best sort of first-person shooters specifically have, so they sort of feel like when you die, it feels like it's your fault and you can go and you can try again and you can improve. I know, um, I think, uh, what's his name? Uh, Hugo Martin mm -hmm. from Edge Software. Mm -hmm. I, I know he was, one of the things he was saying when the marketing lead up to uh, Doom Eternal mm -hmm. was, you know, like, you have to make it feel like your fault, like the player's fault when they die. Mm -hmm. Because if it feels like you got cheated, you know, that's not fun. Right. You're just going to want to turn the game off then. Yeah. But if you feel like it was your fault, you're going to want to go again, try again, and, and do it better next time. Yeah. And I think the same sort of applies, even though it's a multiplayer competitive shooter. Right. A lot of the time you're getting, you know, one hit killed from across the map with a sniper rifle. Right. And there's nothing you can really do to prevent that. Yeah. Or you're getting shot in the back or from the sides. And a lot of it's to do with the map sign, I think. Mm -hmm. Or you're shooting somebody uh, before they shoot you and they still somehow kill you 
before you know you kill them and so all that sort of stuff contributes to the fact that it's it's really disheartening when you get killed it's satisfying to do well and get a lot of kills right. but when you get killed it feels pretty shit yeah okay um so like how many maps were in the alpha which is like one there was five maps, so five there's maps. three there's three smaller maps for um the sort of six v six mode, yeah. you know, like team deathmatch and uh, yeah. domination, what have you. So that's Miami, uh, Moscow, and Satellite. Yep. Um, which I think they've sort of all shown. Miami's my least favorite out of those ones because it's sort of <laughs> it's nothing against the the place, but it's um on on any game mode apart from Hardpoint, it felt it just felt like a poorly designed map you know it didn't flow very well no but on hard point it was fine because you're everyone's sort of converging on these locations yeah but when everyone's sort of running around it's a bit of a mess um and then on the bigger mode there's a bigger mode with vehicles yeah um those there's two maps on that there is armada and crossfire i think it's called Mm -hmm. crossfire is the one with the tanks on it okay uh, and armada is the one between the two ships where you can zip line between the two ships and there's boats and yeah. that sort of thing. We saw that in the trailer. Um, yeah. yeah. So um, the one with the tanks, it feels a little too open, too big. I wasn't a fan of that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the tank gameplay is fun enough, I guess. Um, and Armada, the it's, it's a lot more fun, I think. And of course, all of this is dependent on you doing well, because if you're not doing well, then none of the maps are going to be fun. Yeah, like I said a minute ago, but um, on like on Armada, um, it's it's just it's a lot more. The map flows a lot better because there's these each of the ships that you're on. They have like that three lane structure that all the really good Call of Duty maps everyone likes have. Yeah, where you've sort of got the two lanes at the side and the one lane in the middle, and they've all all the ships sort of have that, and you can just you can go between them, and it's it's. It's a lot better. So yeah, the maps are hit or miss. Some of them are good, some of them not so much. And do they feel like the final maps, or do they feel like alpha? Like alpha? Yeah, alpha I don't think they're going to change them for yeah. the full game. Okay, so it's basically you're playing the actual game itself, really. I mean, yeah, that's that's this is basically the beta. Are, really. This is basically the beta, I would imagine. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's basically well, they call them alphas and betas, but they're pretty much demos. There's a distinct which, difference. I mean, I, mean, I don't know why they're calling yeah. it the alpha. Like I. Yeah, I don't know. It's, they're they're just demos, really. Yeah, because alpha it's, means I mean, the early stage of the game. Beta means I think it's, I think it's they ready. I think they call them alphas and betas so that they can sort of get away with them being early builds and not being entirely polished. Yeah, but it's only weird because alphas usually come out like year and a half, two years before the game even comes out. Like this is early stages. Beta is usually like yeah. testing, like the game's ready to go. We're just testing out the servers. So I'm yeah. curious why they call it alpha, but it's not a big deal. I'm just I'm curious why they yeah, call but it. I mean, like I said, like if they called it a demo, then when it wasn't entirely polished, they wouldn't have an excuse. Yeah, I would just say beta, but it's not beta. I mean, yeah, but they've got the beta coming, so they have to call this one the alpha because <laughs> they can't have beta and then beta. You know, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. It's just weird. Yeah, yeah I just anyway. use that terminology. Yeah. So, uh, you got anything more to add, or we got to move on to the? Uh, no, that's pretty much. Uh, I think I've gotten all my points off. So, so yeah, I mean, as a whole, it's sort yeah. of. It's it's underwhelming. It's not as good as I was hoping it would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, maybe the full game will be different when they've got more modes and more games. Because the, the the alpha doesn't have or didn't have rather uh, that VIP mode, which is what I was really excited to try. Yeah, where you've got the one VIP and everyone's sort of protecting them. Gotcha. All right, so let's move on because we're hitting we're getting in about fifty minutes. 
Oh, about an hour. Okay. So, uh, next game they showed was uh, Resident Evil 8. Now, they, they said they just announced today that they're doing a two hour event at the Tokyo Game Show for Resident Evil 8. Oh, I, nice. I don't think I need two hours for this game. I really feel like they might show too much. I don't know. I want to watch it, of course, but but that's that's nothing to do with the show. I'm just because the trailer they showed was they showed a little more. They showed a lot of similar stuff. They showed a weird merchant guy, that looked like the Penguin from Batman. I thought that was weird. They had like this uh, weird Tim Burton animation. Like yeah, it, it looked like Coraline. Coraline, yeah, yeah Coraline, yeah. yeah. Like that's what I was. Um, and it reminded me of that scene in Harry Potter, like Deathly Hollows, and they she told the story, and they used like animation. I look just. I wonder if that's actually like that. going to be in the game, or if that's just a thing for the trailer. Uh, I imagine it'll probably be in the game, right? Yeah, yeah, I would think so, but. My question, see, I don't want to go on tangent, but Resident Evil is a random, it's, it, we've gone from the mansion, to the city, to fighting in a volcano, to werewolves, to zombie T-Rexes, to, to, like, superhuman matrix powers, to, uh, god, like, and now we're doing, now, now, now this one looks a lot like Bloodborne and, uh, Resident Evil 4, um, I'm wondering if it's gonna tie into the Resident Evil 4 remake because it it very it looks very much like Resident Evil 4. Um, yeah, I mean it's even called Village. And yeah, Village is like one of the most exactly. memorable, fondly remembered areas of that game. Yeah, I don't know where this village takes place because Resident Evil 4 takes place in Spain. Uh, this one everybody speaks English. I don't know, but it, it kind of looks like an old uh, British like village or something, but it, like, in, the, in the countryside, it, it, it very much does. Yeah. Like a, like an old school European yeah. small town that's besieged by werewolves and witches, apparently. Yeah, I mean, you live in Scotland. Tell me, like, I mm, it, it it seems it definitely seems European to me, not British. Not British. Yeah, like not British. Yeah. Like, what would you say? Like, where it is? Like, like would you say like more like Eastern European kind of? I'd say it was probably. I mean, based on what little I've seen. Yeah, probably maybe somewhere near the Alps in that sort of region, you know, Switzerland, yeah. France, Italy. Yeah, that makes sense. But they all have English accents, so I mean, they're not English accents. They all have they speak English. So I'm curious. Because, uh, chalk up to a uh, video gameism. Yeah, because Resident Evil Four, they spoke Spanish like right off, like everything they said it was in Spanish. Oh, very well. Anyway, so yeah. there's not much to talk about that. But... Always, in, always in Spanish. Yeah. So, um. We'll talk about Resident Evil 8 more when Tokyo Game Show comes out next, uh, the show next week. So uh, that's going to be the, the next show is going to be about. Um, so let's get into Deathloop. Now, like, now, I'm not a big fan of uh, Dishonored. I don't like stealth games. But yeah, I do like I, the concept of being a time-traveling assassin. That sounds really awesome. The gameplay looked pretty fun. It's, it's not time-traveling yeah. per se, is it? It's it, more like Groundhog Day. Something like this, something to do with time, right? Or repeating something. I mean, yeah, but it's yeah. I could be, yeah maybe it's I'm, like maybe repeating I'm days that travel through them. Like you don't have a lot of control. I think is the thing. Like oh, Bill okay. Murray doesn't have a lot of control over time. He's not time traveling necessarily. Oh, okay, I, I misunderstood the game there. Um, I, I I haven't watched that trailer since the event, so I'm kind of. It didn't really catch. It didn't really blow me away or anything, but uh, hmm. but but the gameplay looked fun, and uh, um, the, the graphics don't look that great. They don't look next gen. But I'm sure there's a reason why it's very well, it's very stylized. It's very stylized. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's I think it's the art style. I think it's the art style, yeah. 
the yeah. the graphics in a way, but I yeah. don't mind. Graphics are never my number one thing anyway. So. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Yeah. The gameplay looks fun. I don't really know what yeah. to say. Like, uh, it has a campaign, so I play that. I'll try the multiplayer out, but yeah, I'm not. I play, like, people are really digging this. I'm not. I'm not like. I'm not like excited about it. And if it, this game yeah. seventy dollars. I don't. I mean, the, the game looks exciting to me, and I'm not really a big fan of Arcane's games. Yeah. So if you're an Arcane fan, I imagine you're probably giddy. Yeah. About about yeah, that game. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not an Arcane fan. So. Yeah, I'm not whatever on it. It looks cool, um, yeah. but I'm not really into what is it like a roguelike or something like that. Like I said before, I, those don't usually win my favor just because yeah. I find the repeating process of dying often frustrating and not rewarding in games it's very hard for me personally to find that yeah. process fulfilling so if if and i usually find it more frustrating than fulfilling so yeah. i doubt i'll be picking this game up but i you know it looks cool yeah I, I mean i'd honestly be surprised if it was a standard roguelike and if it wasn't something more sort of mainstream yeah, yeah. you know it might be i know people sure. are really digging it and i'm trying to get roasted whoever's listening to this but uh yeah i mean it's one of those goes back to my point about like 70 dollars games is like this is, it's not blowing me away i don't know i don't there's no way i'm probably spend 70 dollars on that but yeah. uh but like if it was cheaper i'd probably maybe take a Wait, chance are they charging 70 for death loop we don't know uh okay i don't I I, say i don't think so that's but, but if that, they are that, but i'm just giving an example yeah I would see this like a fifty dollar game, maybe yeah. That's, that's how I would view it. Yeah, I mean, it probably yeah. is. Um, yeah. So um, that's fair. Yeah. So it, we'll we'll see. I got to see more. I'm, I'm I'm not like bashing. I don't think it looks bad at all. It just doesn't look my yeah. kind of game, personally. Yeah. Same. Same. All right. So next game. All right. I, I, I keep forgetting to say the release dates. That comes out quarter two of twenty twenty one. So that's summer. That's summertime. Hmm. Was going to be a launch title, but they pushed it back. Yes, I believe it got delayed. Yeah. Um. So the next game was Devil May Cry Special Edition. Well, Devil, Devil May Cry Five Special Edition. Uh, that's a launch title, but only digitally. Um. Yeah. Bummed about that. Yes. And now, this might be a different topic, but I want to combine the two. They only they said ninety nine percent of PS four games are backwards compatible. With uh, 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 PS5 is backwards compatible with 99% of PS4 games. Is is certain certain games like this not backwards compatible, and then and that's why they had to do a remastered version. Like maybe Capcom has no interest in doing backwards compatibility. They want to no. I'm just saying. I I I think it's. I mean, they do they do special editions for like every Devil May Cry. They do. You get to play as as Vigil. Is it Vigil or Virgil? I can never remember. Virgil. Virgil, sorry. We get to play as Virgil in the, in the special edition, so yeah. I think they do that. I, they do that regardless. So I imagine the regular version will be backwards compatible. Okay, I'm not sure why it wouldn't be, but yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. know. Maybe some, some yeah. maybe some developers want to milk the customers out more money, and they don't want to do backwards compatibility. They want to do a remastered version. You know what I mean? But not, it's not yeah. only it's up to Sony. But I'm just curious what that one percent is. Because they said yeah, they sure. made it sure ninety nine percent. Like, what is the one percent? My my yeah. assumption would be like PS4 launch games. In 2013, they're just so old that it, it might not run that well on PS5 or whatever. But I'm just only guessing. But I really yeah, don't maybe know. or maybe like uh, mm, 
No, I don't know. I was going to say like maybe PS1 ports or something, but that's not technically PS4 no. games. Yeah. I got I'm really curious. into the game for a second because I, uh, when I saw the trailer, because I was like, oh shit, is this DLC? But then I realized it wasn't DLC. It was the same. Game. They have actually, they have said that they're going to bring out as paid DLC after. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, awesome. I didn't know that. Okay, cool. No. Well, I'm hyped for that because I would love to play as Virgil. Uh, that not- might actually make me, because the last time I played DMC5, I was in the middle of a uh, a higher. De- I can't. There, there's so many difficulty names, and they're all bizarre. But um, I have, uh, and I've only played one DMC game, which is this one. Um, really? But, um, I was on a higher difficulty playthrough and okay. was stuck on a boss. So that that's where I that's where I left off. But I love that freaking game. So if they give me DLC, I'll buy that up. Hmm. So you you could buy the DLC separately from the game. Like I don't have to buy the game again. What yeah, happened? but not so not when it launches on PS4 uh, with the P, sorry when it launches on PS5 with the PS5, it'll just be the special edition that you can buy. The DLC for the standard edition of DMC5 will come later on. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. All right. Well, as much as I love that game, I I've beaten it on Xbox One X and I've beaten it on PS4, so I don't really have a reason to play that again. As much as I love Virgil and the Devil May Cry, Devil May Cry Five was I would say is my second favorite Devil May Cry game. After three, what's your first? Three. After three, yeah, three naturally. My uh, my um, it's my third favorite after three and four, which is sacrilege. I know. No, <laughs> but, uh, a lot of people like four. I, 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 I just didn't. Four, four, yeah, yeah. I just didn't like new. I didn't like narrow as much in four, like for me personally. Sure. So I didn't. I yeah. wanted Dante. I know. I I thought. I mean, I I played them all. Um, I played them all in the lead up to five coming out. For the first time, so I hadn't played them before. That's why I sort of it probably helped a lot that four was the least outdated. Yeah. Um, at the time, but yeah, I I was a big fan. Four is my favorite of the yeah. DMC games. Well, I mean, one. I mean, uh, quick quick uh, history. Uh, Devil May Cry was going to be Resident Evil Four, and then they they got two actiony, so they made it. They made it Devil May Cry. But Devil May Cry One feels like a Resident Evil game because they fix camera angles and everything. It's very survival horror. There's action in it, but there's, there's a lot of like narrow hallways and stuff. Two mm-hmm. two was critically panned completely and almost bombed the whole series. And it was too easy. Um I can see I can see the criticism for two. But three but I, three I, changed I, the game. Yeah, I, I think two was I actually like two better than one. Hmm. So my, my official ranking is four, three, five, two, and then one. Okay. I haven't played the Ninja Theory one. Um, oh, that's pretty good. I mean, the story sucks, but the but the gameplay was fun, actually. Yeah, I recommend I'll it. I'll go back to it at some point. Yeah, I definitely. Recommend but yeah, I think it. I think two gets a bad rap. I mean, I mean, it's a shit game. <laughs> it is a shit game, no, but it's, it's not. It's, it's, it's a bad shit game. game, but <laughs> I mean, it holds up better than one. I think. Yeah, but, one, one feels dated because one came out in like what two thousand four, two thousand five. Yeah. Yeah. So, what even? What could even came out of 2004 and 2005? Yeah, so that's a digital launch title, like I said. Um, so the next game was uh, was Oddworld Soulstorm. I've never been a big Oddworld fan. The only Oddworld game I've really played is the 3D one on Xbox One, like the regular one, like in 2001, 2002. I don't know. So I don't, I don't really. This doesn't look. This doesn't look for me personally. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I I've talked about this before. I'm not big into platformers. The only I think I think you and I Seb, have both played Stranger's Wrath. I think that's the one you're talking about. Yeah. Um that's the one I played. I love that game. Right. Uh, Me too. They would just do stuff like that. Yeah. But 
They never gave uh, the 3D one a chance. They 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 the series is normally 2D. The, the 3D yeah. one's never really. They've kind of given up on it. So yeah, I'm yeah. I mean, uh, and I played the the HD remaster, and the game really held up on PC. I really enjoyed it. Anyway, nice. James. Yes. No. Stranger's Wrath is great. I for, for this new one. I've I've seen. I'm sorry with you guys where I like Stranger's Wrath. Um, even though I think I only played a demo of it. And uh, come to think of it, but um, and I, I haven't really paid much attention to the other games. Yeah. Uh, but this this game, I've seen so much for it already, and I have so little to say about it. <laughs> like I've seen, I feel like I've seen enough, and I'm just nothing that they're going to show me is going to sell yeah. me on it. I don't like yeah. the concept of 2D with like little minions, and you got to do puzzles, and I'm, I don't like those kind of games. I hate puzzles. Hmm. I'm not. Well, there's only certain games I get a pass for that. Like like I love Limbo and Inside, and those have puzzles. Like those are my only exceptions. But like I generally don't like puzzle platformers, so yeah, I don't really have much to say about that one. All right, so let's get into the next game, uh, Demon Souls. Now, all three of us are not Souls people, so but this we, we all can admit that it looks gorgeous. Like oh yeah, that, that looks next gen. The lighting, oh yeah, the environment. Never seen a, uh, a you died that looks so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever was playing that, like. I don't know if they died on purpose. Like they they, they wanted I, to show they, what it looked like because that was I like yeah. I, I absolutely think they died on purpose just to show the because it's absolutely a huge meme. Like they yeah. they absolutely died on purpose. I think praise the sun. Praise yeah, the fun. I, I mean praise the fun. That was that that big troll boss thing. Definitely the best looking video game troll I've ever seen, or just troll in general. Yeah. Yeah. Like. No, have you guys have you guys ever played or seen the original one? No, it no. was weird to me how the player kept one shotting enemies. I don't know if that's yeah. late game or those were really weak enemies. I didn't know what was going on. I right. don't understand. Yeah, no, like no. I, I, after the podcast, I recommend looking at old footage of the original game. Like how 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 far we've come in gaming. Like it's a PS3 game, but it it looks very dated. Like very dated. Yeah, I know some people. I mean, I know some people actually are not happy with the remakes. Like, I don't want to say cartoony or colorful version of the game, but the original game is very uh tan, like brownish, like you, like like your wallpaper, James. Like it's kind of like that that color. It has a very tint, like a strong tint, right. tint to it. This one's a little more. Sorry, that's just that's just the lighting, by the way. It's white. Oh, it's but, just okay. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it has like a brown tint to it, and then this one's very colorful. Almost very. You know, you get what I'm saying, like the, the the grass and the sky and things like that. It's not brown. It's very environment. The environment's very detailed in this game. Hmm. So a lot of some people are actually not happy about that, but I, I think they're yeah, I mean, crazy. I've I think seen some crazy. comparisons. They're people. I've crazy. seen. I've seen. I've seen some comparisons, and it looks like a big leap for sure. I'm excited yeah. for the day that uh, Blue Point remakes a game that I like, like The Last of Us or something like that. <laughs> the Last of Us. You know. I can't see them doing it. I mean, it's got the pool. My dream is them re, uh, doing a remake of Metal Gear Solid, which was the rumor for a long time. The original I, Metal yep. Gear Solid. I, I, I would have bought that. Okay. I've, but now I've played Metal Gear Solid, and I have no desire to go back to it because it is painful to play that game now. Because the thing is, Metal Gear Solid wouldn't work really that well because they'd have to... Yeah. With Shadow of the Colossus and Demon Souls, they can keep the gameplay mostly the same. Yeah. But they'd have to uh, they'd have to change so much with Metal Gear Solid because mm-hmm. that gameplay does not hold up at all. No, no, it does not. So um, yeah, I'd I'd really like them to remaster. This will never ever happen. Well, but I'd really like them to do Resistance Fall of Man. Yeah, 
I guess that's it. actually not a bad uh, series to reboot. Obviously, like Insomnia yeah. would, would do that, but um, but in terms of Shadow Colossus, they actually did change the controls because it, the original game does not hold up, like the gameplay wise. No, oh, the okay. controls are very bad. Masterpiece of a game, but masterpiece in two thousand and one, not like now. It doesn't hold up, but certain games just don't age well. They can still be masterpieces for their time, but they don't hold up. Um. So, I'm. I don't know if I'm. I'm on the fence about this game because it's gorgeous. It's it's like the big marquee game with Miles Morales coming out. Um, but I'm just not a Souls person, and I'm. So I'm gonna wait for like people's impressions of it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hear if it's more accessible. I, I mean, it doesn't need to be easy for me. But you get what I'm saying. Like if it's more, if it's more like um, where it's hard, but it, like, it, but it's not like frustrating like you have to be perfect at the game and all that i then i'll give it a chance it did look a little easy because that but I, the, but you're really hard to tell because there was no hud uh he was one shot in everybody so it's hard to really say I, I need to see gameplay more i hope there is i hope they have it so that you can play with no hud when the actual game is out because that looks that looks great that's hard um, it's gonna be hard no. we'll have to we'll have to hope that fran is getting a ps5 at launch so we've got somebody to talk <laughs> about the game that's true I mean, I might get yeah. it, but I don't know. I'm not a soul person. I didn't. I didn't even play Sekiro, honestly. I so I fucking love Sekiro. And I, I know That's it's a fantastic. great game. I just have, I, I'm not, don't get me wrong. I platinum Bloodborne twice. And I beat Dark Souls one, but I, as much as I love Bloodborne, but like Dark Souls, like I don't like the blocking and how slow it is. And this game, yeah, this game is going to be the yeah. same way. This game has a shield, I, and you got to block. And that, that's where I sort of fall off of. Like I, my first one was Dark Souls three, mm-hmm. and I've played some of Bloodborne as well. Um, yeah. And where I sort of fall off of those games where I didn't fall off with Sekiro is all the sort of rolling yeah. and dodging. Yeah. Whereas I prefer I prefer Sekiro because it's a lot more sort of parrying. It's like parrying because with parrying you can be a lot more sure that you're going to neglect damage. Yeah. Whereas if you're dodging, there's you can dodge. You can like accidentally screw up a, a, the direction of the dodge and you'll still get yeah. hit and that sort of thing and you can not realize how wide the enemy is going to hit and blah 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 but yeah right. sort of idea of like how close i get to playing dark souls jedi fallen order and um kingdom hearts super bosses that's as close as i get the to dark souls and then and mm. then i and then i back away from anything else yeah that- Yes. Looks like. Yeah, Fallen Order was a lot like Dark Souls and Demon Souls in terms of you had to block and stuff. Like Bloodborne, you can't block, so you have to dodge. You have to be ready yeah. to move. Yeah, um, and that one different... you can dodge and block, so it's it yeah. interesting. You, par- you can parry in Bloodborne too, but I feel like the parrying in Bloodborne was harder than in Sekiro. Like in Sekiro, you can master it. Where Bloodborne, yeah, it was finicky. But anyway. Yeah. So, let's, we gotta start moving on, because we're heading... We're, we're, we're racking we up. We knew the, this was gonna be long. Oh, yeah. At least I did. But like, we already hit a lot of the topics that I did in the future. Like, because I figure would, there's no point of repeating the same thing. Sure. Um. So let's get into the PS4 games. They're free for PS Plus. So if you have a, so you get a PS5 and you never played these games, you get access to Batman: Arkham Knight, Battlefield One, Bloodborne, Days Gone, Detroit: Become Human, Fallout Four. Final Fantasy 15, God of War, Infamous Second Son, Monster Hunter World, Mortal Kombat 10, Persona 5, Ratchet and Clank, Resident Evil 7, Biohazard, The Last Guardian, The Last of Us Remastered, Uncharted 4, and Until Dawn. 
So if I'm now if, that is good podcasting. Yes. So that's, so if I'm eighteen. So if I'm if I'm understanding this correctly, you you can download these games right off the bat once you get a PS5, yeah. as long as you have a plus membership. Which and if you don't, they're constantly on sale for like forty five dollars for a year. There's jump on those because who knows? Don't be shocked if that goes up in price too. Like like Sony's just going crazy with the prices. Yeah. Stack I mean, the, they I stack up. Plus, they stack up. You, you can buy like three years of it if you really wanted to. It's like a hundred bucks or more than a hundred dollars. I, I know I know I'm not the target audience for this thing. Yeah. But I already own all of those games. Oh, so I'm I'm not gonna get say, anything out of that. I was not really impressed. I I I was following along with you the whole time, Seb. I think the only game on there that I haven't played and would want to play is Second Son. And maybe like one other game, mm. and then every other game I've either played or have no interest in. So no, I'm it, with. It, I mean, I think I still think it's a great lineup. Like I think it's a great lineup, especially for people who just straight up missed out on the PS4. Yeah. Or it is, um, yeah. you know, I think it's a good lineup. I think it's strong. It just does not affect me at all. Yeah, I'm, much. I'm with you guys. Like, obviously, I'm a hardcore gamer, and I basically play every playstation exclusive that comes out and i've beaten every single game on this list um this is not for me obviously this is for like you if for whatever reason you didn't play ps4 games and you skipped ps4 maybe you were more of an xbox guy or nintendo guy i don't know um you might just be getting back into gaming or something yeah like i'm i'd be shocked if you haven't played like bloodborne or arkham knight or like Final fantasy 15 or god of war um infamous second son uh was like one of my first ps4 games that was like one of my first platinums that i got on ps4 that was like 2014 2015 i think 14 um the game's really i recommend playing it it's not that long you probably have fun story uh which one infamous second son it's really oh it's, yeah. it's pretty fun yeah i've played infamous i haven't played the sequel i actually recently sold my uh, PS3 yeah. and we and the games associated with them because I just wasn't using them. But um, I, I I I did play Infamous and I liked it. I haven't played the second, and I guess I can't because it's not on PS4, right? Um, yeah, they never remastered the Infamous games, which is very strange. Yeah, yeah very I, weird. I love oh, the first two. Sorry, mm-hmm. James, what? So sorry, no, I, I was just saying, I, Infamous One specifically is a fantastic game. I wasn't too yeah. hot on Second Son as important right. compared to those, but yeah, yeah. Second Son had I know, a. I know Second Son's supposed to be like controversial, or I've heard some disputing views on controversial. Not well, I don't know. If controversial is the right word. Uh, mixed reception, kind of like Final Fantasy fifteen. Yeah, some divisive. Yeah, yeah divisive. Yeah. Uh, some people like. Uh, yeah, some people didn't care for the gameplay, like yeah. loop or whatever, just because. Sure. But uh, I thought the story. I, I, I thought the story was good. I like to play too. But uh, I'm hoping with Sucker Punch's recent success that they'll do it because it's easy money. Yeah, I'm I'm shocked. I'm shocked they never did that because Infamous, like PS, obviously the PS3 era kind of was was like surrounded with controversy and stuff. So a lot of people skipped out on those games. Personally, I've only I never beat the Infamous games besides the Second Sound and First Light. I didn't play the original two. Like I I did, but I didn't like I played it with my friends, but we I never like played the whole game or anything like that yeah uh, if, if they did a remaster i would definitely buy it all right so let's move on so so we got the price and we got the release date um so it's coming out november 12th for the u.s canada mexico australia new zealand south korea and japan and then 
then it's November 19th for the rest of the world. So that means we get to play Miles Morales before they do. So I get the rub in his face for a week. Um, <laughs> but uh, now, I do know that they prioritized uh, North America because, you know, obviously North America is the biggest market there besides Japan for these consoles. Uh, and we're in a pandemic, so I figured they, they probably get, they're thinking they're gonna get more more of their money out of America. So I probably, probably what their mindset is, but I, I don't know. I'm only assuming. Did, did you know? You know, here at PS Premier, we pride ourselves on being very global. No, but did you know that Fran, Fran and I are the only in the two people who are having to wait for the PS Five? Because it's in all, it's in everyone else's territory except ours. Yep. Sucks to be you, I guess. No. Unbelievable. I, I don't know what the reason is, but I'm assuming it has to do with your taxes or something, or... Yeah. It's, it's probably... I don't know. I mean, it, who I really, knows? I really don't know. This only never gave the, a reason. The UK's a big market. Yeah. I, anyway. The UK's a big market. I, I think it's just because America's the biggest market for gaming, and they're just... They're, in a pandemic, they're trying to get the more the most out of it while they can, and then... But it's only a week later, so it's not... They're not yeah. If they're making you wait a whole week, like three months or something then i then i'd be like oh my god that's very strange well then, then people would just start getting them in people get pissed people get pissed <laughs> yeah so it's not a big deal it's only a week um but november 12 is is uh it's curious because it's only two days after the xbox comes out so um it makes yeah, sense i mean that, but I, ign like, pointing it out that last time the ps3 and the xbox was it called the one x or whatever yeah. Um, the is, PS, what, uh, the PS3 or, or the PS4? What are you talking about? The PS4, I'm sorry. The PS3, the, yeah, the Xbox One. Oh, oh least, the regular, regular one, yeah. 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 Um, so, this, so sorry, what, sorry, what did you say then? They were released? Oh, the PS4 and the One X, I believe. Um, no, I, One, One, PS3 One. Whatever else Xbox had then was, were released one week apart, and now we have only a couple days. So, hmm. so that's interesting. Yeah. Um, it's, no, I think it's on a... Don't I'm not, I'm not sure. I think it's on a Tuesday, which is kind of weird for a console launch. Let me see. Thursday. Thursday. It's on a Thursday. Thursday, yeah. But Xbox comes on a Tuesday, which is kind of weird for a console. But that's pretty cool. On a third, I guess Thursday is usual. I don't know. Anyway, so Thursday, today, yeah, for not for games. Usually it's Tuesday or Friday, but yeah, it's usually Tuesday or Friday. So. Cyberpunk is releasing on a Thursday, so I'll be getting that next to my PS Five. That's a, that's a long, in my head. That's a long. I mean, I, I guess it's a launch. Oh, it's a launch title for you guys because it's the same day. But yeah, but it's in my no, head. I view that as a PS Five game. Go ahead. Other people, but like I remember when we all thought like the end of the year was going to be kind of boring or dry or like it would have <laughs> I was just like it just does not feel like that anymore. Well, no. they've just packed everything in November. Yeah. Everything else is sort of a bit meh. Well, I mean, I got Cyberpunk, Mafia, and uh, and then like Miles Morales and maybe Demon Souls. So that's that's basically what I'm guaranteed to get. And then everything else is I'm on the fence about. Mm. And, then, and then I got Christmas. Like people ask me what I want, and I get I get a couple of gifts from my family. So I get my, I'll probably get Sackboy on Christmas or Call of Duty on Christmas. So, all right. So yeah, my my family's gonna have to go without Christmas presents this year because. I gotta buy a PS Five. <laughs> I've been, I've been saving up, so that's that's kind of why. Cause I I got a, I got birthdays coming up. I gotta buy people gifts. Ugh, they're getting in my way. For Chris, they're getting in my way for my own gifts. How yeah. dare other people exist? Come on. I know. I, I'm I'm the only one that matters. No. Um. <laughs> so next, so 
Uh, so the price was $500 for the regular one and $400 for the digital one. Or you want to be specific, $399.99 and then $499.99. So, um, like, I, I said last few weeks that I was going to get the digital version, but I pre-ordered the regular one because I, I figured I still got PS4 games I want to play and, like, physically. And I want to put them in the disk drive. And if I ever want to watch a Blu-ray, because I have a couple of Blu-rays, I want to put it in there and then, um... I just figure like, like Walmart and GameStop and Target and whatever they always have random physical sales, and yeah. um, I don't want to like I don't want to be stuck digital because because digital is not always they don't always have the best sales. Like sometimes they have awesome sales, and then sometimes like Walmart all of a sudden a new game comes out and it's already ten dollars off right off the bat. You know what I mean? And here's the thing: like if you're buying the digital version now to save money. Mm-hmm. You know, what if you decide later on that you want you've got like you want to start buying discs or whatever? You, it's not as it's not a matter of just buying the disc drive for an extra hundred quid. You've got to buy the whole console again. Yeah. So you know, yeah, that's why that's why I've gone for the the physical one. Right now, we'll get into like the pre order disaster, but there's a reason why I recommend getting the standard because the digital one is uh, really hard to find. Like it's that one's. If you really want to get your PS5 as soon as possible, you're probably probably not going to find the digital one unless you're quick, unless you're lucky. Uh, yeah, obviously, um, everybody. I think it's the price that it's attracting everybody because it's so cheaper, obviously. But I think in yeah. the long run, you might just be off just getting the regular one because, like I said, this physical sales all the time, and you GameStop does buy pre own pre yeah, games, pre own games. GameStop, you do like buy two get one free, and you know games go down in price quick. So yeah. You can get like three games for like forty bucks. That's what I do. You can borrow a game off a mate as like, well. I I have like three hundred PS4 games, and a lot of that reason is because I I like I take advantage of GameStop's buy two get one free. So I end up getting like eight games for like a hundred bucks. You know what I mean? There's certain games I wait like a year after they come out, and then I play them. So and this is this is a really specific gripe, right? Mm-hmm. But what if you want to buy somebody a game as like a christmas present yeah but they've got the digital version like you can't you gotta buy them a gift card yeah they don't let you i mean you could buy them a gift card but what if you want to buy them a specific game like you can't they don't let you uh buy people games on the playstation store they don't there's not they don't let you gift yeah games, like steam which does. they should like but, steam does yeah 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 i that's yeah, not that I'm, uh, go ahead go ahead i'm a little worried about like buying digital like i i want to buy digital to save money but mm-hmm. you all might be right then in the long run it yeah that it'll, it'll cost you more um yeah. i also do have ps4 games that i might, might want to run on the ps5 like i might eventually get rid of my ps4 i still don't see myself getting rid of my ps4 for another year or mm-hmm. maybe a little less yeah um even after i get my ps5 i still might not immediately i don't know i don't know but yeah i still might not immediately sell my ps4 um depending on what i do because I, I might just keep it just so I don't have to get the heart, the this version, because then I'll still have my PS4. It won't right. matter. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I there's there's good points about stores having physical sales that are good, but then digital yeah. sales are sometimes really good. Yeah. I don't know. But the thing with me was um, I was like I I said a couple podcasts ago that I was going to trade in my Xbox and my PS4 towards that, but then obviously GameStop has been they handled the pre-orders not that great like everybody else did so. I had to settle for Target, so I couldn't trade in my stuff towards that. So what I wanted to do is trade in my Xbox towards towards like a sex uh, the accessories, that, like that 3D audio headset sounds really cool. 
Hmm. Um, I still need to do my research on that before I really jump into that. But what I want to do with my PS4 is if if, if it plays ninety nine percent of the games and I and basically every major game that I have, whatever. So I'm, what I'm going to do is put all my games in the PS5, and if it works, awesome. And then I'm going to trade in my PS4 and save that for to buy games or whatever, or just keep it in my. If GameStop's still in business by then, you get you get what I'm saying though. Like that's my plan now because I I wanted to trade in all my consoles towards PS5, but it didn't work that way because I had to get whatever I could, obviously. Yeah. So that's what happened to me. Um. So. So James, you bought. So you got it pre-ordered. Like, where did you get the pre-order from? Game. Yeah. Like when no, so we what you store? guys. It's basically game is our equivalent of GameStop. Okay. I know other places they call GameStop EB Games. I think that's Canada, but uh, I, th- I thought that was a different store. I'll be honest. No, we, we they no. used to call it EB Games here, but they changed it to GameStop. Yeah. Right. My camera screwed up. Um. So, last topic for the event. I mean, it was not the last topic, but the last topic for the event. God of War. They showed God of War Ragnarok. Now, I don't buy that this game's twenty twenty one. I think it will get delayed. And uh, God of War always tends to come out in March or April, almost always. So I think 2022, April, March is a good bet. But maybe I'm wrong, but we'll see. They didn't show I mean, any games. I was definitely surprised by that 2021 release date. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I, it definitely struck me as a game that would need a little more time. But yeah, I mean, you never know, though. You know, you got to think that you, they did the hard work by having God of War 1 and building the the base sort of models and characters and having a story so i mean i feel like a sequel would be at least slightly easier to make but i don't know i'm yeah. not a game designer what i'm curious about right is that if they're releasing it next year god of war 2018 they've revealed that in what 2016 at least right like two years before it came out and that was a full gameplay demo and like sure we saw in the raising kratos documentary that it was a nightmare to get that together so maybe they just decided it wasn't worth all that effort but like it's a little surprising that they would just do a teaser if it's coming out next year. Yeah, that's what you I'm know? saying. Like they didn't show anything. Like, I mean, obviously it's just a teaser. Yeah. But now they have the foundation already in place. Like they they know what the style they want. They know like the, how to do the boat. They know how to do the combat. They know they know what the world is. So it, it's going to be easier to do this one than the original because that one that is a complete reboot. I mean, it's not a re- it's a sequel, but it's a reboot. They started from the ground yeah. up. But this, but, but now they have a found yeah, it's a software, but so now they have a foundation. So it's believable yeah. that they get this that, that that this game was easier to make and faster to make. I mean, winter, winter twenty twenty one, right? Like I don't think any earlier. I, I'm I'm get, I'm thinking of the delay. Uh, well, God no, I, I mean I agree with you. They'll yeah. probably have crunch issues or delay yeah. or something. Yeah. But I'm just saying, if it's actually twenty twenty one, winter twenty twenty one, no earlier. Yeah. Like but, Christmas. Yeah, but uh, like I said. God of War tends to come out in spring, always. And uh, so Horizon will be more likely to be in November. God of War will be more likely yeah. in spring. But there's no way God of War is five months away. So, yeah, I could be wrong. I mean, I think Sony, Sony in general likes releasing games at the start of the year. These yes. Yeah, like lately, anyway. Well, like I said, uh, I think Ratchet and Clank's like March. They say it's quarter mm-hmm. one, I would think. So... It's too too many games at the same time. I don't think you can put Ratchet, God of War, and Horizon the same year. It might be too much. I don't know. Sure. Because we don't even know what's coming out next year, really. Like in terms of exclusives, like we've only gotten the 
bare we've only gotten launching we only got the launch window we haven't got anything beyond that outside like Final fantasy or whatever but in terms of what sony's doing we don't really know like insomniac or could be doing resistance for all we know or we don't <laughs> I know would be, i would be giddy if they were but I, I, probably that, not but between between miles morales ratchet and clank yeah, and spider-man 2 i agree they're probably not i agree so let's move on to so you did a poll so what was ah, the what was the results of I, that poll? You, well, can you can you keep talking and keep everyone busy while I get the poll up? Because so, I, no I actually forgot about this. So I'm gonna read out the um the PS5 launch day games. They're exclusive to P PlayStation only. Um, so we we're gonna get Astro's Playroom, which is free. It's gonna be on every PS5 right off the bat. It's pre-installed on your PS5. We're getting Demon Souls. We're getting Destruction All Stars. We're getting Spider-Man Mor Miles Morales. Uh, there's also we're also getting the ultimate edition of that, and we're getting Sackboy a big adventure. In terms of um, it, it's still it's, it's still kind of hitting me that like we're getting Miles in a couple months, and like yeah, I might months. have to like refit my game of the years because like this might make a huge impact on me. I don't know. Yeah, it's like six weeks. I think it feels like yeah, it's, it's shockingly close, especially considering the marketing lead up. Oh, and why I'm on the topic now, these are all the games that are going to be on PS5 day one. This includes third party. Miles Morales, Sackboy, Destruction All-Stars, Demon Souls, Playroom, Godfall, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Madden 21, Dirt 5, Beyond Light, uh, Destiny 2, uh, Call of Duty, no, Cold War, and uh, Watch Dogs Legion. Although I don't think they've confirmed that, but that's pretty obvious. But um, Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition, and then NBA 2K21. So those are all the games coming out PS5 on day one. Right. So the poll, the poll that I ran on the Twitter account. Um, so what I asked people was, "What was your favorite game shown during the PlayStation Five event?" Mm -hmm. And the results were actually quite surprising because okay. um, I, th I, th I thought most people would say Final Fantasy. Mm. Um, but what they actually said was, nineteen percent of people said Final Fantasy. Mm -hmm. uh, nineteen percent of people said Demon Souls. 14% said other and didn't specify uh, and 48% said Miles Morales you didn't, you didn't think Spider-Man would win? I would think Spider-Man would win well I, I, Spider-Man I thought would maybe would definitely get a lot of votes but I thought Final Fantasy would take it for sure because that was a huge surprise which uh, leads into this topic uh, what was your favorite what do, you, what do you think had the best showcase at, uh, the, the, at the event like overall like if you had to choose Miles Morales Miles Morales. I mean, I, I think Miles did. I think yeah. Miles I think Morales Miles too. Did, yeah. But I, I, know, I also think Demon Souls did really well. I think that blew the, that was very impressive. Yeah. I mean, I know me saying Miles Morales doesn't make a lot of sense considering I just said I thought it would be Final Fantasy that everyone else yeah. said. But yeah. I was a big surprise. Miles yeah. yeah. Miles Morales looked fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. next topic is the accessories. So what we're getting is the DualSense uh, wireless controller. So that's this is more expensive than the PS4 controller. This is seventy dollars. The PS4 controller is six is usually sixty, so it's ten dollars more. Let's so hope I, it's worth it. I yeah I, I always get two, so I'll I'll get one extra. Yeah. Um, the, the Pulse 3D wireless headset because uh, PS5 has a really special like built-in 3D audio thing in it, like device in it, and it, and it, and it has uh, dual noise canceling in it, and the, apparently the mic uh really good i'm not sure i gotta hear the test of that but that's the deal breaker for me if the microphone sucks i don't you know what i mean i don't really i want to i want to stick with the uh 
consistent headset. Yeah. Because yeah. I... I mean, I'll keep I'll keep my Blue Yeti for the podcast, but you know, for gaming though, I have a I have the HyperCloud X two or whatever it's called, and the microphone kind of sucks. So sure. I don't for for gaming and stuff and talking to people on PlayStation, yeah. I don't mind about the mic quality because I mean, I don't have to listen to it. It's just then yeah. that's as listen to it. But um, yeah, I mean, the the 3D audio is a big a draw for the me. Noise canceling too. Pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm really interested in the in the 3D audio though, and what that's going to sound like. And I I do wonder if you need to have that headset to get the full benefits of it. So uh, yeah, and it all, and it also works with PS4. So if you don't, right, you, yeah. you can you can still get it if you don't have a PS5. Because the thing is, I had one of the PlayStation headsets because they have a range of headsets. Yeah. Um, and it was if it, it was a good headset, but yeah. it was also very sort of flimsy. So it had uh, yeah. this sort of fake like leather uh thing over the over the ear pads yeah um that peels off with wear and tear very easily and then it starts getting everywhere mm-hmm. um and also i i dropped it and it just kaput just yeah. went just snapped like that so right now i'm curious about this headset because it's a hundred dollars which is usually a budget for a headset like if you want a legit headset it's usually like three hundred dollars four hundred dollars for a legit yeah. one, but well, I think um, they're they want they're they're hyping up 3D audio and stuff. They yeah. want it to be available to the average consumer. Right. I, I know it's hard to test, but I want to. I haven't. I, I've looked at. I've tried YouTube, like going on videos, like people talking about it, but the videos are all dated. So I gotta. I'm waiting for someone to like actually have it in their hands and deep dive into it. Like yeah, we, there's nothing like that yet. So definitely, definitely. So I'm gonna I'm gonna save my money for that now for now and then. And then once I get blown away by it or whatever, um, then I'm gonna jump on it as fast as possible. Then you'll then you'll send Mark Cerny a photo of your ears and yeah. let him work his magic. Yeah, yeah. That's not, then I'll trade my Xbox and get, get the <laughs> get the headset. Um, yeah. Next thing is the HD camera, which is a bolt dual 1080p lenses. That's pretty cool. Um, I'm curious if you can use it with, like outside the PlayStation. That'd be if I can use that as a webcam, that'd be awesome. I don't think so. But, you uh, probably won't be able to, because I actually did look into that when yeah. the pandemic and everything started, and I didn't have a webcam. Yeah, uh, it's like there is some third-party software you can use, but it's it's so it's very difficult. You're, you're not going to get to use yeah. that as a webcam easily. Yeah, because I I've but, looked, I researched, and I cannot find an answer for that. So yeah, it's way for people to actually have it in their hands for. But yeah, I'm I I haven't pre-ordered the camera because um I've got the. The PlayStation uh, Four camera, right here. and uh, it's uh, it, I I never use it. The only the only tab apart from VR because I got it for VR, but apart from VR, the only time it's ever actually shown up anywhere on my PlayStation has been when I've been playing Burnout Paradise Remastered, and they have the the license plate, the yeah. the driving license thing where you know it takes your photo after every race, which is so annoying because I have to. <laughs> Uh, you know, you know when it's like uh, you know when you're playing a game, and then a loading screen comes up and it's black, and you just see your reflection in the in the TV screen. It's mm-hmm. like that, but after every race in Burnout Paradise, <laughs> yeah. it's a, a fucking nightmare. So, yeah. yeah. Another a cool feature it does have is a built-in uh, green screen. Like it can take away your background and put like anything you want behind you. Oh, that is pretty cool. So it's really cool for streamers. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure if you have to have a green screen behind you for it to work. I would say yes, probably. Obviously, we're behind me. There's no place to put a green screen. The way my room's set up, 
Well, that's that's a non thing for me, but that's sixty dollars. Um, there's the media remote. I don't see. I, part of me kind of wants it, but I'm like, why would I use it? Like, what would I use it for? Because I already have a smart TV. James, you like completely froze. Yeah, James, you froze. So you know, like I said about the media remote. Um, a part of me wants it, but I'm like, why would I? What would I use it for? Like, am I just buying this because it's new and it's cool looking? Yeah, I, I, I don't know, because it's, it's, all it does is the same stuff you can do with the yeah. PlayStation 5 controller. Yeah, because right? I, I have a smart TV behind me, so uh, why do yeah. I need my PS5 to play Netflix or YouTube? I already have a smart yeah. TV. So. Um, but back to the what I was trying to say before with, yeah, yeah. The, with the camera, mm-hmm. right? Um, I don't think you will need a green screen, because, I mean, if you have a green screen, you can use any camera... Yeah, yeah. To uh, like, you wouldn't need that that to be a feature. You can yeah. use any camera to, to put in a background. I think it'll do that thing that Zoom calls do, um, that a lot of people have been doing on their pandemic fucking uh, Zoom meetings, where it sort of imposes a background behind you. You don't need a green screen. Yeah, because I, I guess it detects where you are, your movement, and all that stuff. Yeah, possibly. I think I think that's what it is. But like I said, these are, I'm not getting really concrete answers on these. Did they give the descriptions of these things are very vague i need hmm. someone to be hands-on with it and no one's yeah. done that yet because nobody definitely. has it nobody has it yet definitely um so the last thing last accessory is the charging station which i always buy i have two of them next to me for xbox hmm. and playstation and uh i'm definitely buying this it's guaranteed yeah i, I was gonna get one but they were out of stock it was the one thing that was out of stock by it's the time stock i got there me too so yeah, this is the one accessory I would actually get. I have one of those dual. Yep. I'm actually. I mean, I'm using it as I as I speak. Um, yep. But yeah, I have one of those dual controller things. So so handy. So yeah, I'll definitely get one of those. Yeah, I I recommend it completely. Like, yeah. I'm not. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm not big on accessories, and I really recommend it. Yeah. I haven't plugged my controller into my PS4 to charge in like five years because I just me put too. on there overnight. Me too. Do that. As you can see behind me, I have like four there, and I have two here, and I always hmm. rotate controllers. So the battery life sucks, but it's never been a problem for me ever. Um. So yeah, charging station, and it's only it's only thirty dollars. So they normally charging stations are at Walmart for like twenty five bucks. So that's that's the usual price. So that's a good price. Yeah. Um. Uh. So two more topics, because we we already did the. Actually, no, we got to do the PS5 pre-order disaster. Um, Aha, the elephant in the room. Yes, because Sony handled this very poorly. I think Xbox did a great job because they gave everybody a heads up. PlayStation was like... Generous, I don't think they handled it at all. (laughs) They were just like, here you go. They they basically grabbed a piece of meat and they threw it in the lion's den. And everybody just... Or maybe maybe a better analogy is like a, a piranha's. And you kind of just threw meat in the in the tank, and then all the piranhas went after it. Because yeah. what happened was everybody, um, people bought five of them, and then started selling them on eBay and things for like two grand, eight hundred dollars, oh. nine hundred dollars, scalpers. And um, all the, it, it's hard to say if it was Sony or if it was uh, the retailer's fault. But what they did is they they weren't supposed to, they weren't supposed to uh, supposed to do it until Friday. And they did it on Thursday night. Thursday night, so everybody was like panicking, freaking out, and jumping on the, like it was yeah. chaos. <laughs> yeah, it was. A, yeah, that's what happened. It, it wasn't supposed to be done until Friday, so yeah. 
Um, I, I spent yeah, so a couple the, hours um, doing it. The, 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 the senior marketing executive, um, Eric Lampel, he was the, uh, he went on an interview with Jeff Keighley mm-hmm. back in July. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he said that the uh, they would let everyone know when before the PlayStation because yeah, it was a leak about the pre-orders going live in the next yeah. couple of days at that point. Yep. And he said, "No, no, we'll give everyone plenty of notice before yep. the pre-orders go live. Plenty of notice. Um, nope. <laughs> not you know, which according to him, I guess plenty of notice is one day, or if you're in America, I guess not even one day. Not no, even one day. it was like it was like twenty minutes after the show." <laughs> yeah so i got i i got i got it on friday like in the middle of the afternoon i was like no i know i follow because i follow uh warrior wario 64 and cheap ass gamer on twitter and he was like target i'm like oh shit and then i like i, I jumped on it as soon as i had it in okay my story was i had it in my cart in best buy and it would not freaking load like it would not go to checkout like I would get right. I would get the loading screen. I'll get my address. Put the, put the money in, and I click proceed. You know, and it would not. The website kept crashing, and then you you did that for hours. You kept clicking the button for hours, and then and then like after a while, it just like it takes you out. It takes it out of the cart. It says, "Oh, we're sold yeah. out." I'm like, I yeah. I put it in my cart like five hours ago. Why is it sold out? It was in my cart, and that's why <sighs> I don't pre-order that sort of stuff online. Yeah. I always, I always go in store to pre-order that limited stuff. Cause yeah, I, I knew where I am and that that wasn't gonna be possible. Yeah, it's it's a shame because I, as well, being in the UK as well, the event was on long after stores had closed and everything. Yeah. So I could wait until the next day and just yeah. go in. You know, I had to get up early for when the store opened, mind you. But I could yeah. go up, wait in line at the store, and and go in and because the, the stores they get um, like allocations of uh, amounts that they can give out. Yeah. yeah and you don't you know and it's a lot easier pre-ordering in store because you don't have to refresh a website no, every five minutes if somebody's in front of you mm-hmm. and they have like they're going to get the last pre-order you just knock them. them out you punch them you know like, like thanos punch iron you know i yeah I, this reminds me of when i got the wii with my uh my mm-hmm. mom took me to target to get the wii back in like when it came out 2007 or six whatever the heck it was mm-hmm. um so yeah so that's the only time i've ever done that for a console but it was so exciting mm-hmm. to get up at four or five in the morning and go there and yeah. get it. I, have, I haven't had that experience in so this, long, but this, not repeating it because yeah. pandemic. And even if it wasn't pandemic, I'm not that kind of person anymore. Yeah. So I just don't do that kind of stuff. It's getting shipped. Yeah, it, totally yeah, it's getting shipped to me because when the PS4 came out, I waited in line. I didn't pre-order it. I paid someone yeah. $100 to wait in line for me. <laughs> that's no, <laughs> Jesus, that's, that's what I did. That's what I did. Um, wow. And then I bought like well, that's that's the thing. I I I love waiting in line for that stuff. Like me if, too. if the I enjoy pandemic that. doesn't get any worse uh, over yeah. here yeah. than it is, like I I'll be going to the midnight launch. Uh, I'm excited. And James, do you live in like a uh, like a small town or do you live in like a city? So like in Scotland, we're generally pretty spread out. Yeah. Um. So we're doing a lot better than most places. I think. Yeah. We had. I mean, we've had some spikes recently. We've gone. It was, some rules have been reinforced. But yeah, we're doing well, pretty I mean, well compared to. Yeah, but I mean, in terms of just like population, like like, is it you live in a crowded oh, yeah. area? There's more people in London than there is in the whole of Scotland. Yeah, yeah. Because so, where I because yeah. where I live, I live in a county full of. I'm like 1.4 million people, and yeah. uh, GameStops where I am are always super crowded. When there's something going mm. on, so I knew I wasn't yeah. gonna get it. I don't want to take the trip. I, I, 
I live in New Hampshire, which is having, again, has that population, the low population density, and we're relatively spread out. Yeah. And we're honestly kind of lucky, mm. just kind of lucky, honestly. So it hasn't been too bad besides dumb college kids recently partying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but besides that, our numbers have been relatively good or low, at least. Um, Can't relate. I still, wouldn't, <laughs> I still wouldn't risk it, and I'm still not that kind of person. Yeah, because Florida is spread out. So you know, like we're not, I'm not. I don't live in a city, yeah. but it's still high population. I, I mean, I, I definitely understand, like, uh, for you guys, it being an issue. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, it, going pre-ordering in store for me is always the way to go because that I. I, I I cannot deal with the stress of having to refresh a page over and over again, and like deal yeah. with that stress of like trying to be as fast as possible and beat all the bots and everything, right. and the website oh, going down. Trust me, I prefer to I prefer to do everything in person too. I, but I yeah. have no choice. So yeah, I hate I hate that it's shipping to me. I'd rather pick it up at the store. Now yeah, a, for sure. I, I can't tell if there's a plate the dates are placeholder or not because it says between the twelfth and the eighteenth. And I can't imagine it's gonna be a week later. All right, I mean, I would, would I be upset? I mean, I'd be disappointed. I wouldn't be like furious. Like I'm not. I still got a lot of backlog. So if I can't play my PS5 the day it comes out, it's not the end of the world. But and if they ship it to you a week later, how are you gonna rub it in my face? I know. You know, I'm disappointed. Yeah. I'm probably getting karma. So it's gonna be karma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Fingers crossed, huh? Yeah. So I want to wrap. Start wrapping it up. So we got. Two more topics. So they revealed the uh, the size of Miles Morales. It's fifty gigabytes, and as as we can tell, it's one terabyte overall. But two hundred gigabytes is going to like the system and all that. So it's only mainly only eight hundred gigabytes. That's a pretty good chunk. For um, no Miles Morales is fifty gigabytes, but Ultimate Edition is one hundred and five gigabytes. That's like pretty much one eighth of your hard drive is going just to Miles Morales. And then uh, Demon Souls is sixty six gigabytes. They did I'll say. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah but you know, I'm I'm so hyped for Miles, so it could be double that, and I wouldn't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, yeah, I mean, I like out my console, whatever. Yeah. I already made my peace with the fact, with the size of that hard drive, with the fact that I would have to delete a lot of games to play new ones. But I honestly, the size of those, like sixty six for Demon Souls and and all that, like that doesn't meet my worst nightmares. Like I was, I was worried a lot of these were going to be a hundred plus still. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I, I think they're hopefully going to be less because of the yeah. way the PS Five yeah. works. They said they know? said it was going to be smaller. Like newer games are going to be smaller. And maybe it's maybe it's not feasible. But I, I wish that they would let the games that they would let the system read the game off of the disc rather than just the disc being a key for the game. Right. Like they used to, you know? Yeah. Personally, for me, it's a non-issue because I only keep the games that I play on my console. So once I'm done with a game, I delete it. I don't, I'm not one of those people that has to have 10 games on their display. I usually sure. have like three. So this is a total non-issue to me. Yeah. So I mean, people, people the thing for me is, right, what, what if one day I think, oh, you know, I really want to play The Last of Us. But then I have to sit for a, a day while it downloads, you know? And then by the next day, I don't feel like playing it anymore. Right. So, like, I, I like to have all the games that I will go back to and in, yeah. really enjoy, all my favorite games, just sitting there waiting for me. Right. So, Dory, is this a problem for you or not really? Not really. Um, I don't have a ton of games on my console at the moment. Like, I think I can count on one, maybe two hands. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and some of those games are games I haven't got. Like, I still have... Uh, I like to speedrun Kingdom Hearts 2 on the 1.5, 2.5 remix sometimes, so I still yeah, yeah. have that. Mm-hmm. And then I still really love fighting the Kingdom Hearts 3 super bosses, but I haven't done it in a while. Yeah. Um, so that's still on there. I could easily get rid of both of those, come back to them yeah. whenever I want. Um, and So I have plenty of room. I'm not worried. Yeah. So James, is there one game that you always keep on there no matter what? Sorry, you cut it there a little bit. Oh, is, there, is there one game that you always keep on your PlayStation no matter what? That you can always just jump back onto? It's hard to pick one, I guess. Like, because um, there's different games for different things. Like, I keep Dreams on there because I like to go back there every now and then to see what's new. Yeah. Um, I keep Journey on there because it's small and it's one right. of my favorite games. Um, I guess The Last of Us and now The Last of Us Part Two as well. Yeah. I, I oh, keep yeah. on that. Last of Us Part Two is on my on my system as well, just because I, really? I love the game so much and gotcha. and it's my uh, theme music and wallpaper or whatever for the, the yeah. system. I always keep Madden on my console just because I, sometimes I feel like playing it for 20 minutes. I don't like playing a game. I just want to play a game real quick. I just leave it on there. So so it's yeah. not a problem for me. All right. So Yeah, multiplayer games are a big uh, thing for that, yeah. Yeah. Which games are you going to jump back into? It's like, 20, it's like 25 minutes. Um, so final topic of the night is, so overall, what games do you plan on getting and what accessories do you plan on getting? Like, you, do you do you have do you have it planned out or is it like you still on the fence? Like Dory, I know you know I know you're not getting the um P- PS5 like this year, but like are you still planning on getting Miles Morales like day one For on the sure. PS4? I mean, uh, I'm absolutely getting Miles. I'm most likely getting Horizon. I'm at, almost certainly getting God of War when it comes out. Yeah. Um, I don't really have any big plans besides those three that I can think of off the top of my head. Yeah, I'm definitely getting PS5 sometime next year. But I mean, the, Sony said, and I know at this point we should take Sony. Well, we should always take big corporations' words, you know, with grains of salt. But exactly, especially lately, we should take Sony's words here cautiously. But they did yeah. say, and this is generally a trend, is that yeah. they they're going to keep supporting PS4 for at least two to three years. Which now, is smart. Yeah. I, don't, I doubt that they're lying about that because that's that's something that's just historically been true for the PS3, two, whatever. So I yeah, doubt yeah. that's that's not true, or why would they even lie about it? Right? Exactly. So I feel pretty confident in keeping my PS4 until the summer or fall of next year. Give the PS5 some time to work itself out, see if there are any big problems, uh, wait for games to start being exclusive to PS5. I mean, if Kingdom Hearts 4 starts coming out for PS5, I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm there. I'm, I have right. to be there. <laughs> I have to be there, so... Right. Um, if, if Kingdom Hearts 4 somehow came out in 2021 before the summer, which is not going to happen, obviously. Yeah. What if, what if Kingdom Hearts 4 came out cross-gen, PS4 and PS5, would you still want a PS5 for it? I'd feel tempted, definitely. Uh, I think I'd still snap myself into sense and get the PS4, but if, especially if there's a free upgrade. But if there wasn't a free upgrade and, and, I, and I had the money for it, I'd, I'd definitely heavily consider it. Yeah, like, see, so, so you, so you, you're going to have the PS5 by the time Horizon comes out, or do you think? Yeah, I think I think that's for sure, and definitely yeah. before God of War comes out. Because I, I guess Horizon's probably coming out in November. That'd be the, that's when the first one came out. Probably a fair guess. I'm, I'm planning summer because my birthday's in August, so I, I can get some extra money around then in case things are... I'm, I'm Like I said, I'm moving to Mass next year, so, well, planning on it. So there's a lot of things up in the air in terms of my personal no, finances. No, which is understandable. The yeah. uh, the first uh, Horizon came out in March or April or oh, something like that. You're right. Yeah. You're, you're right. You're right. I'm thinking of yeah. 
Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Because Breath of the Wild kind of overshadowed it. You're right. Yeah, it was. It was that was the Breath of the Wild Switch for yeah. Zero Dawn, where yeah, the big things right. coming out. I'm thinking. Of, I was thinking of something else. But whatever. Um. Oh, so... but I would buy the the double controllers uh, charging station too. But the the remote, the headset, the yeah, whatever else, probably not. Yeah. So James, what are you? What are you? You already pre-ordered uh, Miles Morales, but what else? Yeah, I, I'm getting Miles Morales. I'm getting the console. I'm getting an extra controller. Uh, I've got the headset pre-ordered. I don't know if I'm going to go Keep... through on that yet. Okay. Because I, I, like you, I need to see more. I need to hear more uh, words about it, Right. etc. And I need to know whether you can do the same thing with other headsets. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, my experience with the PlayStation headsets thus far mm-hmm. has been pretty negative. Um. And uh, the charging station, I do want to get. Can't get a pre-order for it yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's it. Yeah, so like I said, I'm going to get... I got the console. I'm going to get Miles Morales. Uh, I'll probably get Sackboy, because it's only 50 bucks. And I like platformers. And I, and I actually do like Little Big Planet. But um, I th- I think Call it... Go on. What? Do we know when? Sorry, do we know when uh, RE8 is coming out? Resident Evil. No, but usually it comes out in like January and February. Okay. Or March. They usually they usually like the beginning of the year, recently. Yeah. Um. Yeah, don't be shocked if like Tokyo Game Show next week shows the release date and it's like January. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna get that. Uh, obviously, I have Madden already, so that's a PS5 game. Uh, because it's a free upgrade. I'm gonna. I'm I'm planning to get Watch Dogs Legion on PS4 instead of PS5 because I don't I don't. So like I think that's a free upgrade as well, isn't it? It, it is, but I don't like playing it like around that time because, mm. and, and then I'm buying Cyberpunk, which I, in my head it's a title game, it's a launch title. Yeah. Even though so, it's well, a week the, the annoying, the annoying thing for me is right. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna play Cyberpunk on my PS5 because they're coming out the same day for me. Exactly. Um, so the annoying thing is. If for you guys, you can play Miles Morales with your new shiny PS5. Right. I have to choose whether I want to play Miles Morales or Cyberpunk first because they both come out in the same day for me. That's ouch. What would you rather play? I don't know. First. I don't. I. I th- like. I might lean more towards Miles Morales just because it'll be shorter. That's what I would. And do, I yeah. can get it done more quickly and then move on. That'd be me. Cyberpunk. Uh, yeah. Cyberpunk's a, Cyberpunk's a game you can't play it at the same time as anything else. You gotta yeah, no, for your, sure. You gotta dedicate your time to that. Which is why I, I don't know that I'm more excited for either one of them. Yeah. But logically, I'll probably end up playing Miles Morales first. Right. So yeah. So I, I'm not getting Assassin's Creed. Not until yeah. way later. I have no interest in that. I'm not. That's big... that's a big thing. I'm I'm interested in Assassin's Creed. I was going to get it. Yeah. Uh, but I'll probably wait on it if I play it at all, just because there's so much stuff coming out in November. I there's no time for a big AR RPG apart from Cyberpunk. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So, Godfall and Call of Duty are the kind of games that that like I'll get for Christmas from somebody. Like, oh, you want a game? Oh, I want. Like Godfall, if I'm long as hmm. I don't have to buy it, I'd I'd play it. I mean, as long yeah. as I don't have to buy it myself, because I'm not paying seventy dollars for Godfall. I'm just so I feel the yeah. So yeah, I mean, God, yeah, Godfall's a game that I'll I'd get probably enjoy it. Bin. I'd probably enjoy it, but not for seventy dollars. Yeah, I mean, Godfall will probably be on PS Plus at some point. I would imagine it feels like a few I, years it does, down the line. It does feel like that? Yeah, definitely feels like a PS Plus. Um, game. and like I said, I'm getting the controller, an extra. I always get two. I always have one extra controller. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking about getting the headset. I'm on the fence. Um, I'm on the fence about the camera. I was gonna get the remote, but I don't see the point. And I'm gar- I'm definitely getting the charging station. So, 
that's where that's where i'm at all right so on that note i think that pretty much wraps it up uh next week is the tokyo game show i believe it's also mafia remastered comes out that thursday uh-huh. i'll be uh, playing that and then but other than that it's kind of a i mean you never know but it feels like a dry week so we may have a special topic but we'll see maybe the special topic can be we shit on godfall some more yeah <laughs> yeah yeah best insults we so, can come up with for godfall I, I don't know how long the tokyo game show is gonna be and i don't uh, we're probably not gonna do a live stream because it's gonna be like four in the morning but oh yeah, yeah. no heck that i mean only one that can do it is mitch so unless mitch wants to just do it himself and do it yeah. library that would be incredible content mitch, <laughs> mitch making his uh his amazing uh re-entrance uh back into uh yeah. ps premiere all right so i appreciate you guys you guys all have a good night and peace all right goodbye bye what's up playstation fans thank you for listening and watching the ps premiere podcast we upload every tuesday at 1 p.m eastern standard time if you like what you heard click the like button and subscribe